0: what is up youtube welcome in to another edition of bucky and bk live on texas sports unfiltered and on the free texas sports unfiltered app today is thursday february 1st 20 and 24 and the buck and i are with you for the next two hours on today's show a couple of longhorns standing out at the senior bowl in mobile alabama we'll talk about that plus joe linardi This is latest Bracketology, is Texas in or out of the projected NCAA tournament field as we are now one month away from March Madness. We've got some great moments in Jeopardy history as part of our TBT today. We'll talk some NFL free agency, who should be the top targets for the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans, and uh, plenty of fun coming up over the course of the next two hours on a buck on and buck off Thursday. What's going on,
1: Buck? It is going on, BK. What a beautiful day yesterday. What a beautiful day this morning, sunrise. And looks like it's going to be another sunny day here in Austin, Texas, with that, you know, mid-60s that feels like 80s. I mean, I loved it yesterday. Another beautiful day here. So I think we got that. We're going to have that for through the kind of through the weekend. It'll get a little cooler. But... Uh, what's cold now? As long as it's above 62, I'm good. That's my number. I have a magic number and that's 62. No golf below 62. No hanging outside. Well, I can hang outside. As long as the sun is out, it's okay. But I don't hit the links now unless it's 62 and above. I don't do the 60. I don't do the 58. No, thank you. Mm. That doesn't work for me. But it's supposed to be another beautiful day here. So um, good to be around, brother. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. You've got a Nice shirt
0: on today.
1: Yeah. Down. What are you
0: rocking today? What's going on yeah. there?
1: My wife noted that I needed to, uh, she said I looked okay today. She said I needed to, you No, know, I do a lot of, I'm a clothed guy. I go probably every other week to pick up a shirt or stuff. But those Some of those shirts are in there from two years that still have the tags on them. I go down to the, I do Perry, Perry Ellis is my, where I go to a lot. And those shirts seem to fit me just right in different styles. But I have shirts in there with tags on them. She goes, Why don't you start wearing, you can take off some of the Longhorn gear that you've been wearing since you were a coach there, you know. You don't coach there anymore, dude. You've got some good stuff. You can put that on. Said you can still rock your hats. They're all different colors. you got different colored shirts. Why don't you, it's either use them or lose them. I was told by a haberdasher a long time ago, if you don't wear something uh, that you bought in a year, get rid of it. Give it to somebody, which means you're not going to wear it. If it's in your closet and it's been there for more than a year, get rid of it.
0: Oh, that's good and advice. i you know
1: you got some of those just sitting in there oh that, man. i mean i got i got some stuff that goes way back and i'm not gonna wear it but it sits there it's part of a a collection that's going nowhere except for if i when when i die uh somebody's gonna have to just remove it because nobody's gonna want it you know it's gonna be too old for them so i've i've gotta i just gotta pull out some stuff and start wearing it uh uh-huh.
0: I like that you said you're a clothed guy. That's good to know, and that's great for all of us. That's yeah, you. man,
1: I got I got some I got a lot of gear. I got a lot, like I said, I I'm a Perry Ellis dude. I like Perry Ellis wear. It fits me well. All the me, I'm i I'm a, I'm still a medium and not a small in their attire. You use some, medium. Yes, but the big man's about to be go large soon. No, no chance. There is no I'm, chance. you man's going to be large. going large soon. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely not. And uh, yeah. shout out to. Kansas great, Perry Ellis. I didn't realize he was making clothes after his 14-year <laughs> college basketball. <laughs> he was there a long time, was he? Oh, my God. That guy was balding oh, by, uh, by the time he left. He was school. a
1: solid baller, though.
0: Oh, he was great. That's why people thought he was there for as, as long as they did, because he was a starter as a freshman and was really good for a long time.
1: For the next and, 17 years, he was good.
0: Now he's out there making clothes that you're buying and wearing. That's right.
1: And that's yeah, good advice
0: from your yeah, haberdasher. I don't know what a haberdasher is, but uh, it's a clothing
1: person. Most of the time, when you talk about a haberdasher, you talk about a hat guy. Uh, it's generally it's a clothing person, owns a clothing store.
0: Yeah, that's good advice because I definitely have clothes in my closet that I've not worn in two or three years. Yeah, but definitely. don't
1: think I don't sneak off to Marshalls. You know I love to see the ladies over at Marshalls now. Come yeah. On now.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of those department stores. Oh, what do you yeah. call them? The, the clearance stores?
1: Yes. Love Marshalls. Marshalls is my place. I get my golf pants from Marshalls. There you go. I don't yeah. pay a lot for pants. I, I pay a lot for jeans. I'll pay $200 for a good pair of jeans with some rips in them. What? But I refuse to pay more than $50 for a pair of dress pants. I just don't I do not do it. You pay $200? Sorry, you're a straight dude, and you pay $200 bucks for jeans with holes in them? I'll do that. If, if they fit right and there's a good feel to them, yes, I will. God, that That's didn't. why I'm not putting any jeans from Goodwill on my ass. I go strictly 150 and above when it comes to a pair of jeans.
0: You can get a good pair of Levi's for like 50 bucks. You know that.
1: Oh, no. I'm talking about some stylish jeans with some rips here or there. Oh. So Michael, Michael Kors, those types of jeans.
0: You should be getting a discount if there's rips in them, right? <laughs> no, man. You know that. That's not the way
1: that works. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so much for what you do. It is appreciated, and do be safe out there.
0: Amen. Yeah, my whole family is big fans of those uh, Marshalls and TJ Maxx and Ross stories. <laughs> you know what my middle name is? What's that? It's Ross.
1: Ross? I not, I'm not a I Ross guy.
0: Well, I was conceived in a Ross bathroom. So that's no, seriously? Why I, you really? Yeah. Like it was time to go it was go time near. It was time to go. My parents were at Ross, dress for less, and
1: wow, something hit them. Wow.
0: Yeah, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine if that were true?
1: That sounds so good. You should have just left that be, man. You had
0: me. You I've been making me. that joke for years. People are like, "What's your middle name?" I'm like, "It's Ross, dress for less," and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I was conceived in a Ross bathroom." My parents wow. just, they were so turned on by the great deals that they were getting in there. Nice, they, dude, that
1: would have worked. You had they that. Could,
0: they couldn't wait till they got home to, awesome. to make them happen. Oh, man, we've got a lot to get into today. Plenty of fun coming up over the next couple of hours. If you want to get involved with the show, please do so. You can text us on the CODA text line, 512-222-9328. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, hit us up on the live chat. And for the first time in the history of Texas Sports Unfiltered, we are live streaming on Twitter. So, of course, we're still on YouTube. Of course, we're still on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Make sure you download that if you haven't already. It's available in the App Store and in Google Play. And we are also live on the TS Unfiltered Twitter account. So, we are making this easier than ever to consume this show and every show on Texas Sports Unfiltered. All right, so don't, mess, all, don't mess
1: all, with me about that Twitter. Is it X or is it Twitter? that's the same thing no no it's not the same what is it legally now i think legally it's x okay so i want to make that yes yeah, so i want to make sure i got that correct des bryant bought it so it's, if uh, i say twitter and somebody said oh hey listen old man it's not twitter anymore it's yeah. x
0: yeah well i think either one will suffice but, oh yeah uh,
1: they'll, they'll know what it is for the next 50 years won't they yeah They're what do you sure.
0: call it Twitter or X, uh, you can yes. actually watch the show right there on uh, on your feed. So make sure you follow us at TS Unfiltered. Another way for you to uh, check us out when you're at home or on the go. How about a buck off to Jeff Halfley? My guy. The coach at your alma mater, Boston College, who left his post as the head coach of a power college football program. Can't call it Power 5 anymore because the Pac-12 No longer exists, but the head coach of your Boston College Eagles left to become the defensive coordinator
1: of the Green Bay Packers. How about that? Yeah, that's a weird, that's a really weird maneuver right there. Be a head coach at a major college football team and then go to be a coordinator in the NFL. I don't, I don't remember. I don't even know what his background is. Obviously, had to be obviously his defense. If he's going to be a defensive coordinator, somebody's going to trust him to coordinate a defense for an NFL team. Because I don't know if he coordinated a defense for the Boston College Eagles. I don't know if that worked out. Mm. But he's going to do that. That's a, that's a weird move for me. It's like me calling up the Eagles and saying, hey, listen, I'm only 68. Give me that gig. Come on. Mm, very different. That, no, I mean, I just, that's, a, that's weird. I mean, I can see if you I – mean, well, it's going to be a million-dollar job going to the NFL. Yes. I don't know what Boston College pays any, anymore. I know how expensive it is to live there. I know they don't have a lot of money. That's one of the Catholic schools that doesn't have a lot of cash, probably. No, it's a very expensive school to go to. Thank goodness I didn't have to pay a cent to go there, but it is, um, that's just a weird maneuver, isn't it?
0: It does feel pretty weird. Yeah. Jeff Halfley was the head coach at BC for four years. His record wasn't great. He was 22 and 26 overall. Uh, He's actually coming off his best season at BC, which was seven and six. So, uh, not great, but seemingly had things going in the right direction. But I don't know if he felt like the writing was on the wall, that he was maybe on the hot seat, or maybe he just felt like he couldn't do any better than seven and six. And he just decided to up and leave for a coordinator position. You're right. It's yeah, awesome.
1: that's, a, that's, a, that's a seven win, eight win a season place right now in the ACC. It just is. And mm-hmm. Doug Flute's not roaming around there anymore. You know, they don't have a lot of that, you know, A.J. Dillon's not running; it's not the running back there any longer. I mean, they've they've had some great offensive linemen that have come through Boston College, and you know they've had an Outland Award winner, Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, they've they've had, huh? Hell, they had me. What the hell else you need? A lot One more of the great clearly. running back coaches of all time, best mm-hmm. running back coach in the history of that school. That's for damn sure. You know, with five guys in the NFL, so it's um, it's a it's a different place. It really, really is. But their expectations aren't. They're not too low, BK, but they're not too high. But seven, seven just doesn't do it. They, they got to be a, you know, for them to feel good, they got to win nine games. You know, they got to be in the thick of it. And he just could read it. It's not going anyplace because now the same places they recruit and they do well at places like New Jersey. You know, Rutgers is playing football again. You know, so yep. Rutgers, Rutgers, Ohio State, North Carolina. They, they recruit the same areas that Boston College. And that's tough. That's tough, tough sledding beating out. North Carolinas, South Carolinas, even the Rutgers. Rutgers used, to get, Rutgers used to get none of the players. BC used to get all the players. But now Rutgers, with Greg Schiano back at Rutgers gets those type of players, they'll take them from Boston College now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg Schiano, not a great dude, but yeah, pretty good coach.
1: And recruiter. He's a really good recruiter. Yes, he is. And Halfley
0: has been a coach in the NFL before. He's been the defensive back coach for a couple of different teams. This is his first defensive coordinator gig in the NFL. But yeah, once again, kind of unique. You don't see power college head coaches take coordinator jobs anywhere. You you sometimes see a head coach at a smaller school take a coordinator job at a bigger school. That happens. Hell, look at Jeff Choate, right? Jeff Choate was an FCS college football coach. And then became the linebackers coach slash co DC. He wasn't even the main DC. He was the co DC and a position coach at Texas. But obviously he was going from like Montana to Texas. That's a big step up in terms of uh, school. So that happens from time to time. But yeah, a power head coach leaving to take a coordinator gig anywhere, college or the NFL. That's uh that's few and far between. So
1: Yeah, he knew he, something was up.
0: Yeah, Boston College, not a great look for. For you guys, maybe they'll call you to be the head coach. Would you take it? At sixty-eight years old, mm-hmm. NIL transfer portal—you want to do everything that goes into being a power college head coach right now?
1: At my age, uh, it'd be tough. The money though would be pretty good, dude. You—I'm telling you—you you don't understand where that place is. You there's there's not enough money to be made. Boston is an expensive city, and that where the school is, you can't live around Chestnut Hill if you're not Larry Bird. I mean, you know what I'm saying? not playing for the Celtics or the Bruins or the Pats. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, I mean, look at all the colleges at Harvard, right around the corner, you know, MIT. I mean, it's, it's an expensive place to live. It's an expensive city. Yeah. Ask Tom McKay what that place is like. And he's rich. He's rich. Yeah. I mean, I it's I he's a- college football head coach, rich. Nah, he's way richer than those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, and it's 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 just it's tough. It's it's a it's a it's a tough town and you everything everything is costly. I mean, I lived when I coached there, I lived an hour and 15 minutes away from the school. That was my travel in every morning. God. Like, can, you can't even imagine if you if you left out of Chestnut Hill and tried to get home where I lived uh at a rush hour, which you never did. I mean, you're not going home, you're not going home at five. Not going home at six, not going home in, until eleven thirty at night, and then coming right back there at six in the morning. So that's what the schedule was. But Tom, I mean, with Tom Coughlin, it was being there at six fifteen in the morning. You didn't leave till eleven or midnight. Get your ass right up. So you didn't see much traffic, but there were the occasions that you would, you know, the head coach would say, Hey, screw you, Tom. I want these guys to go see, have dinner with their families tonight. So it was an hour and fifteen minutes without traffic. Oh yeah, I mean no, no, no. It, it's it's an hour and fifteen minute with with good traffic. Where my people are going up. If I'm going up at six in the morning, they're getting up to go into that city then too. Sure. it's traffic. There's always traffic in Boston.
0: Yeah, I thought you were talking an hour fifteen without traffic. I'm like, dude, that's Waco right there. What are you doing doing that? It's not even no, worth
1: it. No, it was just a, it was it was probably a little bit halfway between that Waco. It was not Caleen area like that kind of drive, and it's it sucked.
0: Yeah, that does sound rough. So. There's your first buck off. Bucky's alma mater is losing its coach for a coordinator job. That's not a good sign for Boston College. I don't think Matt Ryan. They could make
1: it. me a consultant. Yeah, you would take that gig? No, you have to live in much,
0: Springs? I don't know no. if they're going to do that for you.
1: No, not too many. Yeah, they got people that have. Maybe Flutie would come back and coach them.
0: Mm. They're
1: mm. looking for something. They're looking for something different. They want to win 10 games. Doug Flutie. DC. Yeah, right. Doug
0: Flutie's too busy pumping D pills to be <laughs> coaching. He's <laughs> got to tell man. you about your low- she will t- like t- it too. Yeah, exactly. He's hanging out with Frank Thomas and Andy Van Slyke too much on those Nugenics commercials.
1: Those things work. I don't know. Hey, once I get my my deals done, I'm going to try some of that stuff, see hey, what that stuff does.
0: You can get a free bottle. Just text the word, man, to 232323, and they're going to send you, you a bottle. You know all letter.
1: those numbers, huh? Yeah
0: course i do man i watch more <laughs> live tv than anyone in the world
1: how's my how's my lady doing the singer she's still they got a new commercial i've um, still not seen the one the new one yeah it feels feels like it's been a minute since i've seen
0: a jardians commercial there you go they're back they are ran out of money they, they maybe ran, ran out of money her. because they were literally on every single commercial break on every single channel they were on tv so maybe they're maybe back to
1: the Super bowl oh they had to save some money
0: They got a new choreographed dance routine for the big game next weekend
1: her with taylor swift yeah hell yeah okay
0: there's not a chance in the world that taylor swift is doing a jardience commercial
1: come on man
0: Uh, yeah she's also about a hundred pounds less than she probably needs to be for that spot
1: i think her i think
0: her a1c is fine you think so yeah, I'm not sure about uh, the big Kahuna in the commercial. Big Kahuna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the Chiquita banana or the blueberry. They on whatever.
1: Blueberry. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough bit for for BC. I mean, I mean, they, to have his. I mean, his last couple of years. I mean, the year before that, I think he's still into a ball game. The year before, because they always end up playing in the. That damn thing in Fenway Park, or something.
0: That's where they played this past season, but in 2022, no, were, no go. didn't win six games. They were three and nine that year. Lord. Yeah, they. Yeah. So I don't know. You guys will be fine, I guess. I don't think you're you're missing out too much with Jeff no. Halfley leaving to the NFL. Hey, speaking of guys going to the NFL, the Reese's Senior Bowl is this weekend in Mobile, Alabama. And, of course, Senior Bowl practices are going on throughout the course of the week in Mobile, Alabama. And we talked about it yesterday. There were five Longhorns who accepted invites to the Senior Bowl. Only two of them are actually participating this week. You've got a couple of guys who were injured. Uh, Byron Murphy is not participating. George Whittington, Jalen Ford. Those are the three guys who are unable to go. The two guys who are playing and practicing are Devondre Sweat, and Christian Jones, and both of those guys are making names for themselves out there. Obviously, every Texas fan knows both of those guys incredibly well. And if you're a college football fan, you sure as hell should know Tavondre Sweat because he was the best interior lineman in the sport this past season. But uh, in front of NFL execs and coaches and scouts, both players are having really, really strong, impactful weeks. I'm going to show you this rep from Tavondre Sweat in a one-on-one drill. He's (laughs) going up against uh, Bo Limerick from Arkansas, an offensive lineman. And, and check this
1: out right
2: here.
1: <laughs> Big step. And he made that guy jump backwards.
0: Yeah. I'll show that one more time for those of you watching on YouTube or Twitter. And then Made time. him leave his feet. Dude, I mean, this is as dominant as you could possibly be if you're a D lineman going one on one against an O lineman. Like, this is
1: strength right here. Told that dude to sit down. Yeah. Okay. He
0: did sit down. I mean, he bent him back. It almost looked like that guy tore his ACL as T Sweat was knocking him over. I mean, dude. That is big time right there. And it's not like he's going up against some chump, right? Like everybody at the senior bowl. He's not bowl. making any
1: moves against that guy. That's just straight on. That's just a bull rush. That is a straight on bull rush right
0: there. No. And that is uh, mano y mano and one guy just being way more powerful than the other guy right there. And, you know, Bo Limmer was a solid college football player at Arkansas for a few years. You don't get invited to the senior bowl unless oh, no. you are a really, really good college football no, player. No, there's not a lot of chumps there. Uh, has a chance to be an NFL player, too. So, uh, yeah, for T-Sweat to have a, a rep like that, and that wasn't the only one. It wasn't like he was getting worked on every other rep, and, oh, that's just the one positive uh, rep that he had. Now, this guy was, uh, there are a number of different highlights on Twitter slash X yesterday of T-Sweat just running over people, getting by people, whatever. He's uh, He's performed really, really well out there.
1: And Christian Jones having a good uh, having a good week too, huh? Everybody's yeah. there. Speaking of Jones, is Jerry Jones is there. All the all the GMs are there and yeah. owners.
0: Yeah, well, that's the same guy for the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I mean the same guy is there in both roles. So
0: remind uh, me on that deal.
1: So how about this in regards to
0: Christian Jones? We can get back to T Sweat in a minute. But ESPN is Jordan Reed, who is one of their top mock drafters, top draft analyst now. He's with Kuyper and McShay over there. Uh, He gave some serious love to Christian Jones in a recent article he had on ESPN.com. He said, quote, I picked out guys I expected to rise over the next few months heading into the Senior Bowl, and Texas offensive tackle Christian Jones was one of them. He certainly helped himself during the first day of practice in Mobile, showing plenty of strength. I mute you as you blow your nose, showing plenty of strength against defensive linemen in one-on-one sessions. Jones was able to cancel out pass rushers quickly much like he did all season, he allowed just six pressures and one sack over 482 pass blocking snaps in 2023. He has unique size at six five and three eighteen, with 34 and seven eighth inch arms. While he has been projected as a late day two to early day three pick, Jones is trending toward third round status. How about that? I was kind of thinking Christian Jones was more like day three to UDFA. Once again, Jordan Reed is one of ESPN's top guys. He's very highly regarded in the uh draft. Yeah, issue. I mean,
1: I could see that. I could see. You you know, if you can get a good backup tackle in your in the third round or fourth round, that's a good thing. There's, I mean, he's worth a back. He's a backup. They're not looking at him as a starter.
0: Uh you don't you don't draft a guy in the third round to be a backup. You if you're drafting someone on day 1 or day 2, you expect that guy, I mean, maybe not right away, but like you expect that guy within 2 years to be a starter for
1: you. Well, I expect him to be playing? I expect him because I know there's going to be some starters during the course of the season, starting from game one, that'll get hurt, that I can put a slide of guy into, whether he's a guard or tackle or center. That guy, that guy will be able to play at all positions. He's going to be, I don't see him as a, you know, maybe year three. I mean, if somebody goes down and then he plays well and he stays well, but I, I expect Christian Jones to be a, a guy that's going to be a backup at every position in the NFL. He's going to be that journeyman that's going to back up your entire offensive line.
0: See that's kind of what I was thinking too. But if we're talking third round pick, then that means there's at least an NFL team that thinks Christian Jones is good enough to be a starter, like a long time starter.
1: You I know, don't. This, I'm not buying.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I see that too. I mean, that I, number that I mentioned, though, six pressures and one sack allowed over 482 pass blocking snaps in 2023.
1: He must that's have missed some snaps. Out. He must have missed some snaps here or there because I saw somewhere he got his ass whooped. You know. I know. Now, but on the majority, for me, the majority of the time, I thought he had a fantastic year. But yeah. I saw some key games where, you know, he jumped the gun. They don't have that kind of stuff. But he's he's kind of he's kind of jumpy at times. But all in all, I thought he had a pretty good year into yeah. his seventh year or whatever he was there. I mean, but I said I I don't know what his longevity is because I don't know if his if if he's reached his crescendo of being a a football player, or is it just going to be you know, over the next couple of years, will he go uphill or will he go downhill? And these guys are a little bit different that he's going to be playing against from this point on. There's going to be a lot of those guys that you saw, you know, the dude at Washington that turned his ass inside out. They're going to be there every week, from week to week to week, from sure. practice to practice to practice. So he'll either get better or he'll he'll stay the same. And staying the same in the NFL won't make it. He'll be no. a backup. And that's fine. I mean, I think you get a guy in the fourth round or late third round, that's an offensive lineman that can play every position and he's going to be there for you for two games here or there. I mean, that's well worth it. You guys are hard to find. Big guy like that.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't think teams draft like that. I mean, they, you're right. Like you'd love to have that sort of swing offensive lineman who yeah. can come in for you in a pinch and, you know, maybe play a month, two months out of the season if you need him.
1: And then play just, another two weeks here or there for somebody else. I mean, every yeah. including the center position. I mean, He'll learn every stinking position on the offensive line. Sure.
0: And he ends up, if he ends up going, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth sure. round, like I probably thought, then that's what he'll be. But I'm telling you, man, like teams, they don't use first two-day draft picks on guys that they don't want to start. Like that's that's just not, like I'll I'll use an example. Like the Cowboys took to Marvion Overshown in the third round last year. They drafted that guy in the third with the expectation that he was going to be a starting linebacker for the team in his first season. Obviously, he got hurt before the year started. He didn't play a snap. And his absence proved costly. Like you are drafting in the first three rounds to fill holes, to fill immediate holes, and you want those dudes to play from day one. So if Christian Jones hears his name called there, I don't think every team views Christian Jones as a starter, but if he ends up going on day two in the draft, then
1: depends maybe, on your maybe, need. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if he goes in day two, if if he's if he's a guy who's drafted at the beginning of the third round, there's a reason somebody did that. They like you sure. said, somebody drafted him to play in a year or two. You know, they're gonna find out. They're going to find out in year number one if he can play in the NFL, period.
0: Maybe uh, maybe we're underrating Christian Jones. Maybe. Because he did have a great year, but in Texas' two losses, he did not play well, helped most of the offensive linemen on Texas, did not play well. and he in
1: particular play. got whipped up pretty good when you're out yeah. there in space by yourself, you know? At,
0: that Washington game, yeah, Braylon Trice is the guy that uh, you brought up a moment ago. You know, Trice is going to be a first-round pick. Like you said, you're going to see guys like that. You're going to see guys better than that every Every Sunday. week. Yeah, in the NFL. So you know that's uh, that's unfortunate for Christian Jones, right? That was the last thing that he got to put on tape for college. But I think he put enough good stuff on film. No, oh, he, he
1: put enough good stuff to be in the NFL. Yeah, for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. And maybe he's got a chance with a strong Senior Bowl and a strong pre-draft process to find his way in a day two. That'd be that'd be great for Texas, because then you're talking about you know maybe having six or seven guys selected on the first two days of the NFL draft. Like, I think there are are five locks, maybe six if you want to throw Jonathan Brooks in there. And then if Christian Jones ends up going on day two, that's seven. If Jalen Ford ends up going on day two, that's eight. Like, that's – you talk about development, something that's been severely lacking from the University of Texas football program. If you're able to have eight guys selected in the first two days of the NFL draft, that's three rounds. Dude, that's – it's been a long time since Texas has had anything like that. And there aren't a lot of schools uh, across college football that can
1: stake claim. To oh, no. like that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how many, what now who's at the senior bowl for the, for the spring league. I mean, they're looking at guys too, because not everybody's going to get drafted. They're looking at for guys that can go in, you know, as their semi farm league and a year into it, end up in the NFL too. I mean, this is, this is a big deal. This is a, great, this is a great time to be one of those questionable guys, and you're wondering, can I get a job? Well, you know, I can get a job in the spring league and then make my way to the NFL because I'll be playing against some light competition. That's that. This is this is a good deal for these guys. It's a good yeah. deal for the league to come in and, and have their guys down in mobile, too. I, I guarantee you they're down there, too. No. The Rock. Mm.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the XFL gets going on February 18th. You ready wow. for that? You're gonna be locked in. You're gonna have any five thousand unit gold star locks on the XFL this season? I don't even watch it.
1: I no. don't. I don't know why I don't. I don't. I don't watch it. I treat it the same as I do the WNBA. Oh, I, I just don't watch it. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. I mean, if there's a if, if there's a specific game that they're touting as the best two teams, I'll watch it. But on on a it's not gonna hold me on a Saturday or Sunday of missing anything outside. To watch watch that game, it just doesn't Man. I would rather watch the Pebble Beach.
0: Oh, I, I think most people agree with you there. like no, people don't watch the XFL all that much, but you're telling me you'd pick a WNBA game over
1: an XFL game? No, I said I would not. I said it's very similar i wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> watch either one.
0: You're doing neither. Yeah, no, no, no love. You know, there was a state of Texas team that won the XFL championship this past season, and we are Texas sports unfiltered, so we got to give them some love,
1: right? Can't wait, can't wait to go to Choctaw Stadium and do a game. That's who won the Arlington right. Renegades, coached by Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops,
0: no, I'm a DFW kid, so I'm a Bob Stoops fan now.
1: Well, let's roll up there for one. We, we need to roll up. Why wouldn't we roll up there for one of those? Okay.
0: That's all right, and do a, I'm a live doing a nice show
1: game in Choctaw. There you go. Do a live show from the – We go to the XFL. Sheridan today now.
0: Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to pay for tickets to that. They, they kind of give us free tickets. For They'll give bit. us some
1: free tickets. We'll get some – we'll work at the Sheridan. We'll go up to where we did the, the uh, Texas OU deal inside there, where your Rangers, your World Championship Rangers are f- –
2: the University of Arizona Online brings a top-ranked education to you. Choose from 150 plus programs. Learn from the same faculty and earn the same degree as on-campus students. Apply today and make your tomorrow
0: amazing.
1: Wow, too, because it's only getting worse. Yeah, well, it's getting worse by the day.
0: Someone's got to kill Jerry Jones. Like, it, I don't know how many times I need to say this. Somebody has to take one for the team and kill Jerry Jones for the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl again. It's really it's that. getting
1: worse. It's not even getting better. It's getting worse. How does it get worse in the offseason? It should be trying to, aren't they supposed to be trying to find out ways to change things around? They're trying to find ways to tear it apart now.
0: Mm, I, I don't even know. They're, the Cowboys are in such purgatory right now. Like, every time you think they're going forward, they're going backwards. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, it's they're, they're just, they're treading water right now.
1: Michael Parsons is now on his podcast talking about his three years. He's seen it all in three years in the NFL. I'm like, dude, you just got to the NFL. You haven't seen shit. What do you mean you've seen it all? What have you seen? You haven't even gone through a contract negotiations yet. You're about to see it. You're mm. going to see it when they said, hey, listen, we got to pay CD too. So, you know, that extra $4 million you were thinking of sharing with your brother. Uh, sorry, brother we got to pay C.D. Lamb. A you know, both pay. We need to keep his mama shut. Yeah, his mama's talking, so we need to keep somebody. This is like bad. When a guy starts talking about he's seen it all in three years, he thinks he's that much of a superstar Did he seen. What has he seen in three years in the NFL? How to lose in the playoffs. Yeah, how to be with the that dysfunction junction group. Right, yeah, how to have great
0: regular seasons and then no show in the postseason. He's seen wow. that three years in a row, as a matter of fact, and he – he struggled in oh, those playoff losses too. So, yeah, that was weird. Micah Parsons just, you know, you, you can't tell a guy to not go on podcasts and not build his own brand. He's got every right to do that. But that guy, talks well, he's getting himself. paid.
1: No, it doesn't yeah, matter. He's getting paid
0: himself into trouble. Yeah, him and C. D. Lamb are getting paid. But I don't know if the Cowboys can pay those guys unless they extend Dak Prescott. So that's the predicament that the Cowboys are in right now. None of those dudes are free agents, so technically they don't have to pay any of them, but that's not how it works in the NFL. Like, at least one of those guys is going to hold out if they don't get a new contract. So the Cowboys' hand is going to be pressed, and the players have the leverage in all three of those situations. You can
1: talk oh, bad about that. has the leverage. He's, oh, yeah. he's getting $60 million no matter what. No matter what you do, that dude, unless he just walks, he can just go hang out and get $60 million. And he'll make it difficult because will he come to camp on time? You know, they're talking about things to bring them together. I mean, somebody's not coming to camp. Nobody. Somebody, out of all this talk with C.D. Lamb and Micah Parsons and, and what Dak Prescott's going through, somebody's coming late. Somebody's sure. going to be a hard ass with the with, with Jerry and the rest yeah. of the Cowboys. And they're not going to care what happens internally with that group. All they know, they're going to be taught this is going to be all about money. Mm-hmm. This won't be all about winning games. None of this is all about winning games anyway. It's all It's all what tears you up from the inside right now anyway. So, they're okay. just going to go through with this during the spring, during fall. Who's showing up? BK, they're not all three showing up, I don't believe. Uh, I'm with you
0: on that. And you got to remember, this is not a Cowboys only thing. This is some. Oh, no, this is mean.
1: football. This is the NFL.
0: People will dunk on the Cowboys and say, ah, this and that and whatever. Like, this is just how it works. And the NFL guys want to get paid, they want that long term financial. There's
1: security. Three stars on your team.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then just for the Cowboys, they're in that uh, weird financial situation to where. Yeah, they've got uh, three of the best players on the team. Maybe the three best players on the team, honestly. Yeah. They all could be in line for big money extensions at the same time. So, I know, oh, by the way, they're projected negative $22 million, uh under the cap.
1: And the head of it all is such buddy buddies with everybody. He doesn't want to upset the players where he can just say, hey, dude, can you do me a favor? Can you tell your brother to shut up? I've got to pay you. Hey, CD, I don't want you to tell your mom to shut up, but can you – Kind of keep her out of the business of the football part. Can you do something? Can you help us out a little bit here? You know, yeah. I'm not telling you to tell your mama what to do because you're not telling your mama what to do. But can you help us out here a little bit? But but Michael Parsons can tell his brother to shut the f up, dude. You can shut up. You're not in the NFL, or you need to keep you know you need to keep your Facebook page clean here for a while.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But
1: Jerry, but Jerry won't do that. Won't he tell you that no.
0: I mean, you, you don't want to piss your players off. You don't want those guys asking out. You know, it's, you can't talk bad about someone's family, right? Like, hopefully, Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb are smart enough to tell their own family, like, maybe don't do that when I'm trying to
1: get a raise at my current job. <laughs> when I'm trying, in my, in my job.
0: Yeah, in my job. Like, maybe uh, pump the brakes, all right? I get it. You're upset. I'm upset. Like, I've told you some things, but you don't have to tell the world some things because people know who you are because they know who I am, so... Uh, yeah maybe don't hopefully the players themselves can uh, be mature enough to uh, at least ask their families you know no I
1: mean really
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Who knows? But that all
1: go, that all goes back to what the players have told their families their family this isn't just thought of themselves because they have enough respect for their you know for their brothers and their sons not to do, those sons and brothers have gone and said things in family gatherings or, in, or to the individuals that go out and then put this stuff on Facebook. If, if you don't want them to know, don't tell them anything. Yeah. That your workplace is your workplace. Don't. They can. They can find out all the information they want, just like a regular fan can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they. But these things that they're talking about now are stuff that you have had conversations with them about. Yeah. They're way too personal for you to to cause. You know, to cause me a problem at my job. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to keep my job, but you're messing with my money because of your mouth. You know? Absolutely. I
0: mean, I just think that's crazy. Yeah, well, that's the uh, social media world that we live in nowadays where everybody can post their thoughts on any topic at any given time. Uh, All right, before we get back into the NFL, since we are talking about the NFL, we've got some projected landing spots for some of the top free agents out there. we got a couple of Cowboys here. you got a couple of Texans here. So we'll get into that momentarily. But first, Buck, how about uh, our first sponsor shout-out of the day?
1: Let me say hello to my friends at Relax the Back. Feeling good, big man feeling good now. Big man's pain has gone away. The warm weather over the last couple of days making me feel good, but make me even feel better. I'm in this wonderful Relax the Back chair, and you can too, they now, they they embrace the holistic approach for a healthier lifestyle based on 35 years of expertise, proven expertise, and their motto, Live Wellness. Relax the Back can help transform your routine and your way of life for sure. I love this chair. I love the way it helps my lumbar and my thoracic back. I can lean back. Got all the little gadgets on the side to bring up the elbows. But this thing is set. This thing's been set, BK, for the last 20 years. I don't even touch it. I don't I don't move it. I don't move it around. You know, I've got a roadie that doesn't go on the road. But, you know, I've got a roadie. It's in the garage. Sitting right there. So if I ever just want to go sit in the garage and just sit there and look out to the homes around me, I can do that. But it's in the garage. Just it's going on the next road trip, no matter what. Maybe less, less people will go on a road trip. My roadie chair is coming with us. But Folks, they've got two fantastic stores. They've got one at the Hill Country Galleria, across from Whole Foods, and in Austin up north at the Gateway Shopping Center, across from the Container Store. Live pain-free, just like the buck, at Relax the Back. And go grab some of those savings they have on those Tempur-Pedic pillows that they have going on. You'll see some of that gear at the Mullet Open. I love Jason because he loves to get those pillows. Wow, those pillows are nice. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. I still have my... Same beat up old shitty pillow that I've had like 20 years. That thing is a piece of dr- piece of trash. It's gross. And it is gross. It is gross. Mm. I feel bad. I feel bad for the pillowcase that I have. Sticking that piece of meat in there. It's just like a piece of steak. You haven't changed your pillowcase in the last 20 years. No, I have. I've changed the case. I haven't changed the pillow in 20 years. I've tried different stuff, but I don't know. Me, my noggin. I got a soft head, so I've got a soft pillow.
2: Mm.
1: How often do you wash your sheets? Uh, My wife does that probably every other week.
0: Hmm. How often were you washing your sheets before you found your lovely wife? Probably
1: every every three to four. I don't, you know, I but I, you know, I don't, I don't. I'm not a, you know, I'm I'm more of a towel guy. I can't stand the funk of a towel. I mean, I use my towel now twice, and then it's gone. When I before I could have that towel for three, four, five weeks. It didn't matter. Five weeks. I could do, I could do, I could do a towel for a long time. I could have that thing hanging in there. You could smell it when you went by. I but now, now, older I get, I'm more. I'm going back to like what you what you smell like as a teenager. You know, when you come from a workout and you you showered, you still stink. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like that. I do two, I do two deals with a towel. But sheets. My wife does that about every other week Man. with the sheets.
0: Yeah, I'm an every week guy with the sheets. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The thought of going longer than a week on the same set of sheets is disgusting. It's not, it's
1: not, you can't do it. You can't go a second. You can't go through a second week.
0: Yeah. And I think I think most people are closer to y'all than to me. I think most people go a couple of weeks.
1: With, Two weeks. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know if anyone's doing three, four, five months with the same towel. I like, didn't say
1: months. What are you doing? Don't stretch <laughs> it out for months. What
0: trusty is that. Oh,
1: thing? oh that thing. It stands up and walks across the bathroom by itself. It brushes <laughs> its own teeth
0: oh god all that bacteria eh, nasty nasty all right shout out to uh relax the bag also shout out to 7-eleven our guy ashish nice. in YouTube comments line earlier this morning what's up ashish shout out to ashish shout out to wendy and shout out to uh all of the 7-elevens all throughout the great state of texas if you're on your way to work you need a little pick me up this morning They've got the coffee. They've got the donuts. They've got the energy drinks, the snacks, whatever. they got fuel for you. They've got fuel for your car. They've got everything you need to get your day started. They've got everything you need to get you through the day. I've been a 7-Eleven customer for as long as I can remember. Seriously. Growing up in Dallas, would always go to 7-Eleven for those Slurpees after school. And uh, nowadays, hey, still go with the Slurpee. But I'm a Rollers guy now. Use those tongs, people. Use the tongs, please, yes. Get you, get you those rollers, but uh, make sure you download that 7-Eleven app as well and cash in with the 7 Rewards program. Shout out to them. Shout out to SyntexTickets.com as well. Some great concerts coming up to Austin, Texas, USA, America. Hell, there's always great concerts. Oh, yeah. The live music capital of the world. You can get tickets to all of them online at com. plus sporting events, Texas men's and women's basketball. They've Super got. Bowl. The- The Super Bowl, if you're trying to get to Vegas next weekend, God bless you. But they've got tickets online. Centextickets.com. Support local. Centex is local. And you're getting great deals on great tickets that are 100% guaranteed. Centextickets.com. That's the place to find them. All right, Buck. Let's uh, let's talk some NFL here as we continue our Cowboys and Texans conversation. I found this article from cbssports.com. Top free agents projected landing spots for the best free agents in this off season we've got a couple of guys who were cowboys and texans last year we've got a couple of guys who are projected to end up in dallas or houston next year so we'll start with tony pollard buck what are your thoughts on tony pollard you know he played on the franchise tag last year in dallas so he is a free agent right now uh despite not having a great eye test season, he did go over a thousand yards for Dallas this past year. If you're Jerry Jones and company, do you uh, consider bringing Tony Pollard back <laughs> next season?
1: I'm not even gonna waste my tag on Tony Pollard. No, he's not. He's not coming back. Yeah. <clears throat> they got too many other. They got too many other holes to fill besides him. Now, I that, it's it's even on the tag. It's too much for him. Bye. Yeah. Uh, they can try they can try to talk to him about the tag and see where he goes he doesn't want to be tagged for a second year anyway himself i mean he's going to fight that and fight it way too hard and they don't even want to go into all these negotiations with him they have other people that they got to take care of that dude is on his way out of dallas i think you're right i think i mean there's there's some other places that he would fit in you know type of offense but he can't be the main ball carrier he's not
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a disappointing year, despite the 1,000-yard season that he put together. Like, he just didn't look to be the same guy. I don't know if it was because, you know, he suffered that pretty serious injury in the playoff loss last year. Uh, I don't know if that's because he was the bell cow for the first time in his career, right? Didn't have Zeke Elliott to split the workload with him. Maybe it was a combination of both of those things. Who knows? But, yeah, Tony Pollard was uh, not the same dude in 2023 that he had been in the first few years of his career. He, he might take the franchise tag because that's
1: more money. Oh, you know? yeah. No no kid now. He might say, hey, listen, if you're willing to franchise me again, I'll take that money. And yeah. that pays me in the top five backs in the NFL.
0: Yeah. But I'll take no, it. No chance the Cowboys do no. that. At least you I They got too many other
1: payments to me. They do.
0: Yeah, and they won't give Pollard a long-term deal because they gave Zeke the long-term contract and it blew up in their face like almost immediately. So uh, the projected team for Tony Pollard is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe he and Baker Mayfield together. Interesting. They got Rashad Rashad White, that young running back. So maybe there's your one-two punch out there with
1: Tampa. Yeah, he definitely needs a one-two punch and he needs to come out of the backfield as a receiver more so than a running back. Yeah. No, what he did. No, what he did the year before with Dallas was fantastic. Screens outside, no quick screens. Get him in motion, get him in space immediately. But running between the tackles. You know what, by the way, he ran between the tackles pretty good. I'm not saying that I just – I but he can't take the, the 20-some carry punishment. It's just that's a long season. 17 games, a long, long season for him. But when he's out in space and he's doing those things, he's more effective to your team that way. Sure. I'm with you 100%. He's, uh, he's that dual threat, change of pace type of
0: back. Sure. I thought he'd have a better season than he did. Um, but, yeah, just four he yards. He got better
1: towards different. the middle of the season in the end. Then he was in the beginning. They didn't do very much for them in the because Mike McCarthy was all about we want to run the ball. You know, we want to be boring and run the football. And they did a good job of that early. They couldn't I mean, though. They they tried to. They no, couldn't, and that's no. why they just
0: turned to Dak and were like, "Hey, you you carry us." That's why you know Dak's going to finish top three in MVP votes because he led a team to twelve wins that couldn't run the ball a lick for most of the year. So, yeah, I think Pollard's gone. I think he should be gone. You and I are in cahoots on that one, my friend. What about Devin Singletary, the Texans running back? He's a free agent. The Texans brought him in last year on a one-year contract. uh, 898 yards, four touchdowns. Like, Damian Pierce was supposed to be the bell cow after a great rookie year he had in 2022. But Singletary ended up leading the team in rushing. If you're the Texans, even though Singletary is a little bit old by running back standards, do you uh, try to bring him back?
1: Yeah, I mean, he gave you a good year. But how long are you going to sign him for? Two years at the most? Yeah, Max. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to sign him to a huge contract. But if he wants to be back with a young team that looks like they're on the rise, and if because he, if he's there for two years, he'll be there. They'll re-sign him after two years. If he's good enough and he's still doing some real positive things and he makes it there for two years, they'll re-sign him then. They'll feel like, well, he's a part of us. He's one of us. And he's lasted Certainly. for two years and he's been very productive. Let's do it again, you know, yeah, because by that so. time, that's a group that will be in, in – getting pretty deep in playoffs more than just a playoff win they'll be winning you know two or three playoffs and they're looking they'll be looking for conference championships then and if the guy's a part of you then why not why not continue i mean it's not like he's never getting a he's never getting a five or six year deal he's always going to be under two-year deals and that's fine right right Nothing wrong if, with that if you if you keep playing and he was very positive and they liked him because they couldn't rely on the guy that they thought they were going to rely on yeah, and they're going to keep was, they're going to keep pierce probably yeah. under, they're going to, they're going to be okay at running back, you know, money wise too, because none of them can ask for a lot. I'm sure they'd like to be better in the run
0: game this year to take some pressure off of CJ Stroud. Um And yeah, ahead, looking at
1: fourth round, fourth round running back somewhere.
0: Well, that's what Damian Pierce was. He was a fourth round pick. So yeah. he's still on a, a pretty cheap rookie contract. They're not going to find another well. one, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Texans do. Devin Singletary would make sense. He'll be 27 at the start of next season. Uh, and that was a great find by Nick Casario last offseason, just a one-year deal for about $3 million. Uh, I thought he was much
1: better there than he was with the Bills. Yeah,
0: yeah, he had some solid years with the Bills, but, you know, never got to a 1,000 yards. He was never regarded as one of the best tailbacks in the league, and he still isn't, but uh, he did some really good things for the Texans. Yes, he did. Uh, He was their best running back option for most of the season. So, yeah, if you can get him on a one- to two-year deal, it might cost you a little more than $3 million a season, but... I don't know, two for 10, two for eight, two for nine, something like that. Yes. Get him, get him for that. that. That feels worth it for me. Because you'll know him the second year
1: if he's going to remain with us. Don't yes. know that by then, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I think uh, Devin Singletary going back to Houston makes sense. This article also projects him to uh, return to Houston as well. Then we get to a guy who was not on the Cowboys or the Texans who is projected to end up with one of these teams. That's Mike Evans who is projected to end up with the Houston Texans, according to the CBS Sports article. Wow! Mike Evans from the area, went to Galveston Ball. I'll be driving by there later today. Uh, a stud, future Hall of Famer, 1,000 yards every single year in the league, coming off another tremendous season, 1255 yards and 13 touchdowns with his first year of having Baker Mayfield as his quarterback in Tampa. Uh, he's still got it, man. Even though he's in his 30s,
1: he still has it or he takes care of his body he had had a lot of major injuries he's just he's just steady a thousand yards every year yeah pay him and get him on get him in the fold
0: what do you think is it uh, i mean he's going to cost a lot of money I mean, he's he's he's, he's worth a lot of money yeah he is i don't know if tampa's going to let him walk right like and i don't know if mike evans wants to leave tampa bay i'm sure the uh, appeal of getting to play close to home is is strong um so if the texans offered i absolutely think mike evans would consider it but i well, i mean Tampa it's going to cost
1: you a lot because it's probably his last contract before he retires. This is probably the one. This is probably the five- or six-year deal. Go ahead and get him. I, he's worth it to me. I'm, I'm not ever years. going to say that guy's not worth it anymore. I've said that. I said that when he left Texas A&M. That is this guy really going to be good in the NFL? I mean, he's only been good every year in the NFL. Yeah. God, he's a stud. He may be the guy that takes you over the top right there.
0: Yeah uh guy, I, I he'd be great i mean i don't know if he's getting five or six years maybe four talking about a guy who's going to be 31 at the start mm-hmm. of next season are you giving him five years i can't do that i mean maybe that's what it takes for the texans to get him and the texans have a ton of cap space this off season and they're in a good financial situation after they were in cap hell for three or four years if they he's could. the guy that
1: takes you over the time, if that's the one receiver with your young quarterback i mean that guy makes a lot of catches and he's got a lot of range uh, they they just have other holes on the roster that
0: uh, that they've got to fill. I mean, I would love Mike Evans in Houston. That'd be awesome, and he would help so much. I mean, you pair him with Nico Collins and Tank oh, Dell, yeah. like, dude, that is one of the best wide receiver trios in the league, if not the best wide receiver trio in the league with those three guys. But it's just, do you spend that money there if you're the Texans? Or look, I mean, Nico Collins was a third round pick. Tank Dell was a third round pick. Do you just trust the GM to draft another guy like that in the third round?
1: Not when get I can get him. my no. Not when I can get Mike Evans. No, or, I'll just. Or I'll do you pay ahead. Mike
0: Evans twenty plus million dollars a year for four or five seasons, or do you get that cheap guy and hope that he's he won't be Mike Evans? No, I'll take that Hall of Fame
1: him. guy that's still got a lot of production in him for the next couple of years. Yeah, I don't think I would give do me it. A, give me a, a give me a conference championship with that guy. Yeah, you'll get one with him. He'll be that guy to take you to the, to that spot. Yeah, I know you're going to miss out on something on defense. That's the only thing, or you're yeah. going to miss out on an offensive lineman that you probably should have. You've got, yeah, like that. your Texas, quarterback.
0: They've got seven or eight starters that I think they uh, they need to get this off season via the draft or free agency. So, I mean, I, I can't argue against Mike Evans being an awesome player. And but you the, got, he's got. I mean, they got some money. He'd be an amazing fit in Houston. And my God, you pair CJ Stroud with him, then that's scary for opposing defenses. But uh yeah, it's just they, they do have
1: money. And Tampa may not I mean Tampa's had him a long time. They're gonna look at him and say, no, this guy, I mean, he's been that guy's been productive since he's been here. What makes us think that he's not even with Baker, a healthy Baker Mayfield? First of all, they're gonna pay Baker. He's not going anywhere. Sure. Yeah, I think so, I think they bring them both back. If I had to guess, I think Mike yeah. Evans
0: ends up in Tampa, staying in Tampa and ultimately finish his career in Tampa as well. But a Hall of Famer be. as a
1: Hall of Famer. Yeah.
0: Look, if the Texans bring in Mike Evans, I'm not going to be like, Oh, no. they, screwed up. they shouldn't have done that. I just, I feel like the smart move is to spend the money elsewhere. Uh, but I think Texans fans would be, would be pretty stoked if they saw the Adam Schefter tweet saying that uh, Evans is coming home. That'd be. That
1: yeah. Would be- and and D'Amico going to eventually say all these offensive guys that we we're talking about, he's eventually going to say, wait a minute, I'm not, not getting guys on this defense. I okay. mean, as, as well as they played last year, they can still even get better. They're going to, I mean, they've got some guys that may not be with them. Don't they have a couple of free agents on that defensive line?
0: They do, yeah. Sheldon Rankins is a big one. That's, that's a guy that I think the Texans should uh, should try to bring back because he had a good year and obviously was a big part of that Texans much-improved defense in D'Amico Ryan's first year. So, you know, he, he won't cost you what Mike Evans cost you. But no. it will cost you a little bit, They're probably pay, uh, paying around double-digit million for Sheldon Rankins on a one- to two-year sure. contract. Uh, yeah, they've got some holes on defense that they've got to uh, got to fix, and they could cut a couple of players to create some more cap space. They might need to go get a safety. They might need to go get a corner uh, defensive line, maybe beef up that offensive line, although everybody on the O-line was hurt this past year. So uh, I don't know. I think they feel good about some of the guys that they have. They just need them to stay healthy up front next season. But, yeah, there's, there's that. One more name for you. Here's a guy who's projected to go – to the Dallas Cowboys. And speaking of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, here's another uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer who could be making his way to the Lone Star State. About Devin White, former LSU Tiger linebacker, who was great on that Buccaneers Super Bowl team a couple of years ago. He is a free agent right there. The Cowboys had awful linebacker play this season. I mean, you blame Dak Prescott all you want for that playoff loss to Green Bay. The biggest problem for the Cowboys in that uh, beatdown was the fact that they just could not stop the run because their linebackers couldn't tackle anybody. They didn't know no. what they were doing. They didn't know where they were supposed to go. I mean, the whole uh, you know, a Marquise Bell and Damone Clark combo injuries kind of forced them into that. But that tandem was maybe the worst linebacker tandem in the NFL, and it got exposed at the worst possible time. So if you're Dallas, if you're able to uh, you know, somehow find some money with restructuring of contracts, does uh, Devin White make sense, Buck?
1: Well, I mean, is, is Devin White going to cause, cause you to have to pay an awful lot of money? I mean, he's not on his upward trend either. I mean, he's at that midway point of of his career, is he not? Or he's probably on the downward slope of that. He's That's been in the league funny. for a while. He's
0: 25. Uh, like he's, he's coming off of his first contract in the league, his rookie year. There's rookie deal. So... I mean, he he hasn't like last year was not nearly as good of a year for Devin White as some of the previous years that he'd had. But God, the hope is at twenty five for his sake and for the team that signs him sake. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's got three more, out. three four more years. Yeah, a really really good play. And the Cowboys got to have they got to have linebacker anyway. They've got to have they've got to have guys because as you know, they're gonna the the one dude they're gonna bring back is gonna get hurt somewhere in there. You don't know yeah. what you're coming off with a knee, you know. For Overshown, you don't you don't know how that's going to be, how that how long that's going to take. You've got to find, and you might as well get a veteran too. Yeah, so that's a yes in favor yeah, of this. Yes, I'll be in favor of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly what a Devin White contract's going to look like, but this guy was the fifth pick in the draft uh, a few years ago. Uh, the talent's been there. Once again, he's shown flashes of being one of the better linebackers. Oh, yeah,
1: he can go. Right he can play. He can get against the run and the pass.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you know, did he lose a step last year? He requested a trade, I think, before last season because he didn't get a contract extension last off season.
1: Right, he's looking for a big contract.
0: He's, he's looking for a big deal out there. I mean, uh, the Cowboys need linebacker help, and you're right. Vander Esch gets hurt every season. I think Overstone's going to be healthy. I'm not too worried about you know the knee injury, but that that guy hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Like as, as good as I think he'll be, as good as he was at Texas. Never we just don't know. We just don't know if he's going to be the answer to one of those linebacker spots in Dallas. So. Yeah, Devin White would make sense if the price is right. Once again, the Cowboys, they've got some work to do in their front office to even be in a position to sign oh, a dude like Devin White or somebody like such as, in the words of Miss yeah, Teen, South Carolina. Yeah,
1: such as C D, such as Micah Parsons. We got so many people we gotta pay. Such as we got the guys that aren't gonna show up in camp. I'm worried about linebackers. I got my stars that are gonna say, you know what? I think I'm gonna sit this camp out a little bit. Yeah. Damn, that is going to suck for a team that's trying to get it. That's, I mean, for a team that's won 12 games, that's going to suck because it's not going to be just roll the ball out and let's go play because Mike McCarthy is going to have Bill Belichick looking over his shoulder because Belichick's not getting a gig this year. He's sitting back waiting for McCarthy to screw up halfway during the season when Jerry Jones calls on him to come and be the head coach. So that scares me. That scares me with your organization, BK, that there's too many – people looking over other people's shoulders, you know, yeah. and nobody looking over the guy who owns the team and the general manager's shoulder, nobody.
0: No, no, the worst thing, yeah, lack of accountability is a huge problem within the Cowboys organization, but uh, yeah, the worst thing, the worst situation you could be in is having a lame duck head coach. That's what Mike McCarthy is, right? Oh He's yeah, going for sure. Final, final year of yeah. his contract, like.
1: There is nothing, there is nothing to say that they have confidence in him. He can have all the confidence in the world in himself, but if, if, if he gets to a playoff, wins one, and loses the next one, it's just not going to be enough. Yeah. <clears throat> and he can get all the 12 games. It's just it won't be enough, dude. It's it's not enough for that group. No. No, it's not. they
0: got to win in the playoffs. And a lot of people thought Mike McCarthy was going to lose his job after the playoff loss and another playoff failure. But apparently nobody cares about actually winning in Dallas. So there you go. They just talk about it. They don't be about it. And that's why being a Cowboys fan in the year of our Lord 2024 is incredibly frustrating. It's well,
1: of- going to make it so easy for Jerry just to say, and Jerry can do this during the season now. If yeah. Bill Belichick is available and just why hanging the around. the hell would you go get Bill Belichick? I don't know because he's Bill Belichick, I guess. Maybe bring something in there, some kind of discipline to all those guys, which those guys are going to look at him as an old man and go, come on, man. What's you're bringing the this? Stat, old, you're bringing this old catch. All that guy has to do is open up his jewelry box and say, "Hey, any of you guys got any of these right here?" Yeah, you think Bill
0: Belichick and Jerry Jones could work together with those two egos?
1: I think. I think if it, if it happens at a midseason where you got to come in and get that team to the playoffs and make them flip a switch, I think yeah, he could be okay. I I don't know if I like Bill Belichick to start out my season. Well, they would bring I mean, him in. I, for just I think. To season it's going to be an emergency i mean if this if the cowboys are floundering around mid at the midway point uh, they're going to get rid of mike mccarthy jerry's going to get rid of that dude during the season he won't wait
0: no he'll probably make dan quinn the interim head coach assuming dan quinn doesn't get the commander's job
1: oh dan quinn hasn't had a job yet yeah he's not
0: with anybody yet not with anybody yet still in dallas didn't get the Seahawks job. A lot of people thought he was the front runner there. And
2: Whatever you do, do it for less at Harbor Freight. Now
1: the coach there. <laughs> Young McDonald's the coach. That
0: was with the Ravens. Yep, the Ravens, D.C., the new head coach in Seattle. There's only one vacancy left in the NFL. I think Washington needs to go offense. I think they'd be foolish not to. So I'd be surprised if Dan Quinn gets that gig. But he has interviewed up there a couple of times, so. Uh, he could be an option, but yeah, if McCarthy gets fired during the middle of next season, which I'm with you. Could happen if the Cowboys are like four and five at the midway point next year, then they'll make a move.
1: Yeah, I and mean, uh, Jerry likes to do that. He just likes to go down the hall and knock on a guy's door. He doesn't like to get in a plane and go anywhere. He exactly. just likes to go there and say, "Hey, you want the job? Sure, that's I'll take it."
0: That's why it's not going to be Belichick. It'll be Dan Quinn. You, you you're you're with me on this, like. And Bill Belichick's not taking a half season contract. He's taking he. A guy wants to be a coach. If he does want to be a coach, it's not going to be for a half a year. He's going to want to coach for years. Just remember, like other
1: Bill Belichick's not looking for Super Bowls. He's looking for wins now.
0: Well, he can't get 15 wins in half a season.
1: Well, so if he, he, if he, he gets to be them. half the coach, he's going to be the, the coach to, at the end of the season for a full season. Uh, he, Unless he, they just go totally in the tank. If Bill Belichick became your coach halfway and, he, and your team still tanked, That would be a problem, but if they don't tank and they would make it to the playoffs with that dude, he'd be the head coach the following year.
0: Sure. I just I don't think he would sign a half-year contract type of thing with like, oh, here, if you make it to the playoffs, we'll give you a real contract, but I think he'd rather uh, just wait until he gets a legitimate contract because he's the greatest coach of all time. He ain't taking one of those.
1: And he's the greatest coach looking for 15 wins so he can say, oh, I suck, but guess what? I got more wins than anybody that's ever going to have.
0: I'm the GOAT. More Super Bowls, more wins. Now there's no he's, question.
1: He's not in it for Super Bowls. He's in it for games now.
0: I think he wants the Super Bowl, man. Like, yeah, he wants the record, but he also wants the ring without Tom Brady, don't you think? He'd like to Brady, have that. Yeah, Brady's won the divorce, right? Brady left and got a ring right away. And Bill Belichick has just been floundering up there in New England, and his teams have stunk since Brady left. So he, he that ego, no, nah, he knows... He knows, like, his success is tied to Brady's, and Brady was able to win the ultimate prize without him. He wants that thing, too.
1: He wants all his shoeless records. He wants everybody, everybody's records on wins in the NFL now. Yeah, that too. He's got enough records for Super Bowls. With Tom Brady, without Tom he's got enough Super Bowls. Nobody's getting that many Super Bowls, period. Yeah,
0: Andy Reid, if he sticks around, he won't. He's too old. He's too old for
1: that. They get uh, this one, what will that be for?
0: Nah, it'll be Three, Three's three. Yeah, he's, he's got some work to do.
1: Yeah, he's, he's not Mahomes
0: stupid. is the guy you would talk about. Reed, probably not because of age. But uh, if Mahomes wins this one, then it's all of a sudden. It's on Brady watch. But Brady had seven, dude. I know. This would be three for Mahomes. And he's only 28. So uh, Brady, there are reasons. And,
1: and, and, and you played in eight, though, right? Brady played
0: in eight, won seven. Oh, no. He played in – he lost three. He lost to the Giants twice. He lost to the Eagles once.
1: Playing 10. 10 in Super Bowls? No, no. Mahomes not. That's That That thing is, I like the dynasty talk with them for a little bit, but you can't get dynasties like that anymore. That stuff's not happening anymore, I don't believe.
0: Now, am I around? Is it 10? Is it 11 for Brady? Am I missing one that he lost? I don't think so. I think it's just 10. Uh, I'm doing a quick Google search here. Hoffman got him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten Super Bowls. Yep, uh, incredible. This is Mahomes' fourth, by the way. He's won two. He's two and one. He lost one to Tom Brady, obviously a couple yep. of years ago. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at right now. Absurd. All right. Uh, before we shift gears here, we've got to have some more fun in an hour or two. We've got uh, some Jeopardy moments we got to show. That has mm-hmm. got
1: to be fantastic, the Jeopardy, Jeopardy moments.
0: The people. But before that, Buck, some, uh, some shout outs to some sponsors.
1: Let's say hello to our good friends at Woods Comfort Systems. Loving that Comfort Systems. Hey, once again, the way the weather's been going, BK, air conditioning popping on every once in a while. But that's going to come to an end here soon. You know that with February today, February 1st, it's just a matter of days now before it comes back where it all began in February, the Revenant, the mm. return of the couple of days of the Revenant. Just a couple, okay? We're not looking for two weeks of, of cold, but we'll get it in February. And you want to make sure that your air conditioning, and especially your heating unit now that it is February, you want to make sure that it's going. Nobody does it better than Woods Comfort Systems, folks. Believe me, I've had it in this house for the last three years, going on four years now in a new house, not having to make calls. All that we do is use the contract that they have, they make sure everything is taken care of and they can do that for you. If you've got a system that you're not quite sure of and you can hear the old clanging and banging when that heat turns on, you need to get that fixed, man. Oh, I shouldn't say the word banging with you. I know better than that. Or if you hear the clanging, then you need to call the folks at Woods Comfort System. Have them come, have Travis come by and check out what you got going. And now they're doing plumbing. You open up your front door and toilet is coming out the front door. You've got a problem, Wags. You have problems. And Woods Comfort Systems, if they do the same deal that they've done with heating and air conditioning, believe me, they'll do the same thing with plumbing. 68 years of service in Central Texas. I love Love. how you pinned plumbing problems on WAGs. He's the only one I can think out of the whole group that would have that, that kind of problem. Wags is the type of guy that if something's wrong
0: with his plumbing, he'll just go drop a deuce outside. <laughs> just he'll lean up against the side of the house. Go back to his military days, you know. Oh, like, uh, I've crapped in worse places than this.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I'll have no problem there. Yeah, Woods, Woods
1: Comfort Systems.
0: Yep, that website, woodscomfortsystems.com. Uh, I like that bit, though. Whenever your AC clicks on, you start banging. That's No, that's, that's
1: good
0: timing, right? oh man i'm glad i live in texas then for that bring me the summer hold on now shout out to them shout out to bet us as yeah. well uh, if you're trying to make money on the super bowl next week there's only one place you need to go that is bet us there is a link in the description if you're watching on youtube there's a link in the video description below us that will take you right to our BetUS sign up page you sign up you deposit 50 bucks they're going to hook you up with a bonus
1: and you'll be on your way to winning money. And of course, yeah, it's of not games. like you got to throw down five grand or $500 <laughs> folks,
0: 50 bucks, 50 bucks. That's it on the biggest game of the year. Or you could start betting before then college basketball, the NBA golf, uh, MMA, all of that hockey. They've got it all. You want to bet on the NHL all-star game this weekend. You, there can you go.
1: that, now that, that is, there'll be more than six, six goals scored. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's
0: a lock for sure. That is a lock, but uh, bet us, if you're listening on the app, Just click Explore Our Socials at the bottom of the homepage, and there's a link to BetUS there. You sign up, you deposit 50 bucks. They're going to give you free money, and uh, you'll be on your way to winning on the biggest sporting events of the year. So make sure uh, you sign up and start winning. And they've got those casino games, too. You can play online blackjack, online poker, online roulette. They've got it all for you right there. Just click those links and uh, deposit 50 bucks or more. You're set. Ready to roll? Ready to roll roll and a quick shout out to our man tom mckay of av consultations who's been texting in this morning on the coda text line we will let you hear from tom and the kid this morning hey, this is Tom Pretty McKay good. with audio visual consultations and camilla mckay hey kid you want to hear a dad joke sure old man a guy walks into a flat <laughs> That was terrible. A guy walks into a store and buys an 85-inch flat screen for 2500 bucks. <laughs> I
2: wasn't done with my joke yet. Yeah, you were.
0: Here, I got one. What's worse than paying for one overpriced surround sound speaker? I don't know what. Paying for two overpriced surround sound speakers? <laughs> <laughs> alright, well, here at Audiovisual, we do like to laugh, and by calling
2: 512-255-8678, you can share in that laughter. Stop paying extra for lesser quality and visit avconsultations.com today.
0: Alright, alright, you got me going now. One more. Alright, here we go a guy walks into a bar and then a speaker and then a projector all
2: right, all right all right i think they get it kid give us a call at 512-255-8678 or see us online at avconsultations.com
0: and all jokes aside remember to hug your kids laugh with strangers and make love to whoever the hell you want
2: just
1: give us a call 512-255-8678
0: mm.
1: love the horns gotta love those horns oh
0: yeah what, what did you call that band silago Xyligo Band. I love them. From New Orleans. Yeah, they followed us back. How uh, <laughs> about Tom McKay's text on the Coda text line this morning? 512-222-9328. More than a week in the same sheets is gross. You guys must never have sex. I'm the guy who changes sheets every week, Tom. Just go ahead and yeah, just, yeah. mention that again. I guess... Uh, I don't use I'll up the, be-
1: the whole bed. I, there's, there's, you know, you have units of the bed that you do certain things. You know, you can of the bed. Yes. yes. How there's big is your bed? You got a monster bed. There's properties. There's territories.
0: So you got a king bed, and part of the bed is used for intercourse, and the other parts are used for sleep.
1: Yes, yes, that's how that works. You don't just you don't just wander around the bed. I'm not Tom McKay. I'm not up on the dresser and things like that. I don't get on the dresser, or the chandelier. I don't make those moves anymore. You should, because that means but you would have back, to walk dude, back, gotta watch it. You got to watch it
0: you don't have to wash the sheets as much if you were doing that stuff, you know, you could
1: be careful. Got to be careful when you got a bad back. How do you, you you don't even move. There's no movement going on. You're just in one spot. Yeah. There's motion in the ocean. Are you soaking
0: like BYU? (laughs) Soaking. God, dude.
1: Oh, Oh, man. Best thing to do is on top of the, on top of the sheets, you know? No, no, no. Or, you know, on top of the mat, on top, of the spread, yeah, that's the one. It's one you have to check when you go to the hotels.
0: Oh, no, yeah, you don't do that at the hotel. Hotel, you got to be in the sheets because they don't wash the the duvet. Are you sure or the... they
1: don't? The duvet or whatever that thing is? And then duvet, duvet, whatever the hell it is, I don't know. Those or... things get washed, come on.
0: I don't know. Maybe not not
1: lately because they barely wash the sheets if you don't call them. Yeah, uh, I prefer the sheets. I don't sheets like that much. bit anymore. Ever since COVID, I don't, I'm not into that bit are oh, they only wash
0: at the end of your stay
1: yeah no no dude if I pay to stay at the hotel you need to, I need to come in there no sign no nothing no call up just make sure my sheets and my towels are ready yeah you know I
0: do, I do like the everyday washing of the of the sheets at the hotel
1: no that is know. that is that's a bad bit oh we don't have enough employees okay then guess what you need to come up here and change them oh first. The person. Yeah, whoever's answering that phone downstairs needs to come up there and and get involved. God. See how much it costs to stay at a hotel that's not the night's in with the bullet holes?
0: (laughs) You try that next time you're at a hotel. Call down to the desk and say, hey, I need you to come up and change these sheets. I am
1: going to try that. Thank you for reminding. If they said, well, you're not staying long enough. I said, I'm staying overnight, aren't I? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's enough right there to have you do it come up here and get this done if I'm staying two nights you need to come up here at least and get the sheets clean. no not oh no you need a you need a minimum of three night stays oh. for us to change your sheets I'm like not a chance
0: even though it was just me sleeping on those sheets the night before those sheets have been slept on so much I want them washed as often as
1: possible now you're talking there you go There's
0: Still some previous funk from the old people it's like wearing and-
1: jeans like wearing those goodwill jeans same thing can't get the out in one, in one wash? You think you're getting that out? Come on now.
0: I'm surprised you don't bring your own sheets. You do bring a condom, a remote condom to the hotel. To. You have to. You I'm almost surprised you don't have your own set of sheets that you travel with.
1: Ever since I sat on that one by accident and ended up with some kind of disease and got, that's when I got the flu. That was the last time I had the flu. I thought you'll never have the flu. Well, I'll never have the flu since I since the day I sat on that. You know how many years ago? That was when the, the, the combine... In Indianapolis. That was that was six years ago. I haven't had the flu in like six years since wow. I sat on that since I sat on that deal. It touched my bottom. And by the time I got back, I had the flu. The remote went the inside remote. your bottom. It didn't no, it never went inside my dude, bottom. Dude, Why'd you put it in there? No, it just touched You're trying I to steal stopped. a remote. You're just experimenting a little bit. No, it touched my bottom. It touched one of my cheeks and I got the flu from it. I'll
0: never have the flu.
2: I'll
0: never have the flu.
1: Neither will I. I'll never have that happen to me again. So God. I bring a little plastic condom with me. You, you stuck a, yeah, by accident, what you say, huh? You it by, Yeah, by, it was an accident. It was oh, an no. accident, no. I was not trying to, no, I was not injecting that thing into me, no. I was not trying to do that. Hey, man. I wasn't trying to change. I wasn't using my anals as a changer And whatever movement I made to change the channel. No, that was an accident. It just bumped my butt. How's that?
0: Hey, people have put the weirder stuff in their right Well, I,
1: I presume. I presume they are. I mean, we've talked, and everything
0: else. we've talked about this story before. You know, this guy, uh, you know, they found a World War II artillery <laughs> ship. <laughs> That's amazing. That thing was inside some guy's beehole.
1: <laughs> I'm not buying
0: that. I'm upset. True story. No. It was on the internet. It must be true. Excuse me. That's a World War One artillery shell. We're, we're going even further back in time for that one.
1: Maybe he slipped at I don't know, like Gettysburg or something. I don't know. You
0: can't, you can't slip. That
1: thing doesn't get inserted on just a slip, man.
0: Like that's Somebody gotta be and
1: fell on that. That's uh, how that got him. Nobody involves themselves with that. That was P. a slip-up. That was the old slip-up right there. God, that was a guy playing a... softball at a, at a Gettysburg Memorial Cemetery somewhere. Oh, Gettysburg was not World War I either. Sorry about that. He, that was, he was Gettysburg. in French. Yeah, okay. France. No, well, he he was was in French, France. He was over in France somewhere and thought he was playing baseball and went in the slide second base, and that thing got into him right there. That's how that happened.
0: They had to clear out the hospital that this guy was in and they had to bring in like <laughs> bomb disposal personnel because they were worried this thing was going to be. That's just not,
1: that's not just Nurse Betty there.
0: No, nah, they got a full squad in there. God, eight inches long and more than two inches wide.
1: Man, that's oh the, man,
0: damn near killed him. I mean, this, this is the dictionary picture for that saying right there.
1: That guy was you're talking about low bottom, man. God. Yeah, the
0: low bottom. Wow.
1: Uh,
0: I'm hurting. I'm like squirming in my seat just looking at that picture, and thinking about how much of a. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's move on to Jeopardy, shall we? Yes, please. It is Throwback Thursday, after all, on Bucky and BK, and uh, we've got some of my favorite moments in Jeopardy history. I don't know why <laughs> there's been some sort of trend on Twitter over the last couple of days where folks have just been posting their favorite clips from the legendary game show jeopardy so we've got six here no particular order just six of my favorites and six that i found okay. on the interwebs over the last few days of uh pretty hilarious moments from contestants from alex trebek from just the show in general so we will uh, we'll start with some hilariously bad answers here those are uh, always the best We'll, uh, we'll move on here. You don't have your mythological hero, Achilles, because that, of course, was Wheel of Fortune, yes. not Jeopardy. So uh, we'll stick with Jeopardy here. We'll start with this one.
2: One of the topics covered in a Major League Baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947.
0: All right. You got that? Got it. You know the answer to that? Yes. What's the answer? Thank you, Robinson. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's hear one contestant's answer.
2: One of the topics covered in a major league baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Schalke.
0: Who is Babe Ruth?
2: No. Nathaniel. Who is Jackie Robinson? Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Who is Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth. The color barrier, huh? Yeah, very who white dude, guy. Knew that dude was half black.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think he was. You're wow. so, so good at sports that maybe you'd assume that. <laughs> oh, man. But now pretty much all
1: white. These are students. These are students, correct? Yeah. Oh, that was a bunch of students. I think
0: that was a USC student who uh, got that one wrong right there.
1: Oh, yeah. University of South Carolina?
0: No, the real You know in
1: South Carolina now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: And then, of course, it's the, the brother wearing a Yale sweatshirt who gets it right. Good job there, Yaley abe ruth now i'm pretty sure that guy was a known racist he was a part of an era <laughs> where there were no black players in the sport at all so not a great answer there we can't accept that can you accept all, that all right we've got this one this one's uh kind of funny too a hilariously bad answer um here it is Aurora
2: is a famous maker of these which can reach a temperature of 800 degrees inside steve is a calzone no. Mm.
0: Stefano Ferrara is a famous maker of these, which can reach a temperature of 800 degrees inside. Calzone, 800 degrees inside? Who's eating that? You're dying. <laughs> You're dead. No. You're
1: dead. When you eat that, you don't have a tongue.
0: Yeah, this guy is known for inventing the calzone. that gets to 800 degrees. Come on, man. Well, the correct answer was a pizza oven, so he was on the right track with the Italian cuisine. But uh, no, it was the oven that makes pizza that they were looking yeah, for. Not that, that
1: they... calzone on your tongue. Just let it sit there for a while, and
0: then you just get the pause from the host. He's just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. "No,
2: <clears throat> <Brother clears throat> is a famous maker of these, which can reach a temperature of 800 degrees inside." Steve, this is it calzone?
1: No. No, idiot. (laughs) No. No. The guy was all excited because he really thought he had it.
0: Yeah, he did not. As Jason says, that's a Hot Pocket. Yeah, it does feel like Hot Pockets get to about 800 degrees inside, straight out of the microwave. Oh, my God. That is not the case. All right, on to to this next one here as we go through some of Jeopardy's greatest moments on a throwback Thursday. Uh, Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, A female contestant had... Something a little dirty on her mind with an answer. Group six. If Andy yearns for Brenda
2: and Brenda cares about Charlene, who pines for Andy, the three of them form one
0: of these. Okay. You got that? Yes. You got a guess on what the answer to that could be? One person yearns for another person. The other person yearns for a third person. Reason. Group Uh six.
2: If Andy yearns for Brenda and Brenda cares about Charlene, who pines for Andy, the three of them form one of these. Kara. What is a threesome? Mm, No. (laughs) Roger. What is a love
1: triangle? Yes, that's it.
2: (laughs) Kara has obviously had much
0: more experience (laughs) than I.
1: I was thinking of trifecta. Uh, trifecta?
0: You and Kara were on the same page there. Of course. You know, that's that's probably what I would have thought. I don't know if I would have guessed it. I just would have been like, there's no Love way.
1: triangle? What the hell? What's that? That's you have like, heard of a love triangle before? I've heard of it. This I did on Court TV. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a threesome to me.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one person yearning for another person and that person yearning for someone else. It's not all three of them like.
1: Oh, I see. You know, if that's
0: how it was worded, then yeah, sure. All three people all like each other then what is that called menage a trois you know threesome trifecta Isn't that all you know.
1: french army there is that french yeah menage a trois yes that's a good invention that and the
0: fries they I'm got part, yeah,
1: well then i'm part french you know that so you keep saying
0: that and i i am just not sure 20, that's true.
1: 23 and me yes
0: it said you're part french yes Important question: Did you have a threesome with Pam
1: Comics? No, no. Jimmy and I never did that. No, mm-hmm. the, no, the, no, no. The classic two guy threesome, huh? <laughs> no.
0: Mm. It's everyone's favorite. Bring along a friend. Yeah. So good job there, Kara. Funny answer there. All right. While well, we're on the uh, the topic of intercourse, this is so you know at the beginning of the show, they introduce all three contestants.
2: Oh yeah, and,
0: you know Alex goes back and forth with them and he just asks you know, a where are from, what do you do, that kind of deal. This woman cracks an all-time joke. I mean, an all-time as raunchy as you can get on PG television joke. And Alex misses it, the whole crowd misses it. What? it's, it's hilarious to me and uh, for some reason nobody gives it the credit that it deserves, but I'll uh, I'll play it for you right here. Woman's talking about her honeymoon how she'd like just gotten married. And uh, here it is.
2: Mary Beth Schatz is from Houston, Texas. Prayed for snow on her wedding day. Yes, I did. Why? I love snow
0: and I don't get to see it much in Houston. So I prayed for snow. It was 32 degrees and no snow on my wedding day, but I had eight inches on my honeymoon. So we went to Tennessee. So <laughs> That's not a bad
2: deal. No. <laughs> so you sort of got what you were looking for.
1: Did you get it? I got it. Did they miss that? They all missed it. I prayed she for snow. That, that was all planned out, ready for a big laugh. Dude, that is so good. Prayed for
0: snow, didn't get it, but I got eight inches on my honeymoon. That's and they fantastic. let
1: that one. That one just went right by Alex and everybody else. Everybody, and then Alex
0: was like, "Oh, oh at least you got which like he thought he was being serious. Like she got no, she went to Tennessee. She even explained the joke afterwards. She told them. Got out of
1: Houston, went to Tennessee.
0: Eight inches of snow in Tennessee ever. Like the eight inches was the, it's good. Isn't it, isn't it good? Why did no one laugh at that?
1: That should have been bada bing, bada bang.
0: Oh man. Yeah. My wife prayed for eight inches on her wedding night and she was severely disappointed. (laughs) Come on, Alex. Every, Every, every girl that I've ever had has prayed for that and they've been, they've been let down. So sorry about that right there, but
1: yeah, good for her. Good joke. Alex missed it. Alex, Alex, he had, he had one there for, for all times, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: It was, it was right there. All right, two more for you here. We've got uh, Alex Trebek. Sometimes he was mean during these introductions, right? People would explain what they did for a living or what they did for fun and sometimes you had some, uh, some interesting responses to those questions and, Here's Alex Trebek just taking a shot at uh, a female contestant.
2: I think it's very fun. It's called Nerdcore Hip Hop.
0: Nerdcore
2: Hip Hop. -hop. Yeah. It's uh, people who identify as nerdy rapping about the things they love. Video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners. You know. (laughs) It's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. Well, (laughs) I think... (laughs) (laughs) Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, Alex. Yeah, he's not wrong, though. Nerdcore hip-hop? You rap about not getting laid? I I don't know anyone who's ever rapped about not getting
1: laid. You don't. Losers, no. Keep that out of there. Closers, yes. Losers, no. You can't do that. He's a loser
0: right there, for sure. Uh, By the way, do you think uh, our girl from the last clip was plowed and snowed in with the eight (laughs) inches?
1: (laughs) She was plowed, for sure.
0: Last one. I don't know if any Jeopardy! contestant has ever been arrested, but I do know one contestant on the show should have been arrested for an answer he gave uh, to this question a few years ago. Uh,
2: in life for 400, please. In common law, the age of this signaling adulthood is presumed to be 14 in boys and 12 in girls. Tom, what is the age of consent?
0: Oh. 12 and 14? Yeah, I'll play it one more time.
2: Uh, In life for 400, please. In common law, the age of this signaling adulthood is presumed to be 14 in boys and 12 in girls. Tom, what is the age of consent?
0: Oh, Tom, that guy should have been arrested on the stage. Just
1: handcuffs has come out? Don't let that guy leave. I mean, we need to catch a predator. Where's Chris? saying 12 and 14 is fine with him, huh? Oh, my God.
0: 14 for boys and 12 for girls. What is the age of consent? Oh, no. What was the answer? Puberty? Puberty. Yep. Which seems kind of obvious.
1: Kind of obvious to me. (laughs) There, mister.
0: Yeah, not obvious to Tom. He uh, had other things on his mind (laughs) right there. You better check that guy's internet search history.
1: Did they eventually say something to that guy? Uh, or did they just
0: continue on just moved on like someone else guessed puberty and they were right but just figured uh, he was
1: miss south carolina he didn't know what was going on and so forth and such as
0: the fbi the cia everybody needed to be backstage for that deal like what just waiting for him in
1: the green room we're waiting (laughs) for him to send tom back to the green room (laughs)
0: they can't even finish the rest of the taping of that show no way they got to get that guy out of there man (laughs) I can't believe they aired that one. That's uh, you, you just skipped that somehow. That episode should have never made it on TV. No. Oh, my wow. God. Age of consent. 14, 12? In what world? Josh <laughs> I, Giddy? Josh,
1: Josh, Josh Giddey? They all think that's crazy. Oh,
0: my God. Jeffrey, that guy. You better check the flight logs to see if that guy made it to Epstein's Island.
1: Wow. That, that dude, is, yeah, that's, that's over the top, over the top. Holy crap. You have to stop that in its tracks, don't you? Game of Thrones stuff, Game right of
0: there. It "I mean, dude, that is, oh man." So there you go. There's your wow. uh, your TBTS of the day. Once again, for some reason, Jeopardy has been trending on uh, social media over the last few days. So, man, Went and found some of uh, the all-time great clips from an all-time great television program. Rest in peace, Alex Rebecca. Man, oh man, Bob. There you wow. go, Tom. Yeah, you want to see that one? No, I never want to see that one again. About eight inches. Which one do you want to see again? Any of them?
1: No, Tom's best.
0: Okay. Uh, in
2: life for 400, please. In common law, the age of this signaling adulthood is presumed to be 14 in boys and 12 in girls. Tom, what is the age of consent?
1: No, Tom, that's not the right answer. As much as you want it to be the right answer, it's not. You're pervert. can't no. accept that. I mean, just how excited he was, holding on to the button. Yeah, he talk you talk know? about confidence. A smile
0: on his face too. He's like, "I know this. I got close one time. There was an eleven-year-old. I
1: made, I made sure she was twelve before I got in there." I mean, he's got that button. He's he's hit that thing so hard, oh, and my then God. he says that. That was and then that was, his then his wife and his daughter with grandkids is going, "Dad, really." That was also the quickest no ever from Drew. Oh, yeah, oh yeah,
0: You didn't want to let the crowd laugh or gasp or react in any way, shape, or form. He we just, need to move on oh, to
1: the next question. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's uh, boy, that is that is
1: creepy, creepy.
0: right there. And yeah, very confident and goodness gracious.
1: Yes, uh, that will right. take, that will take the place of the condom lady on the plane. That right, that answer. Oh, oh,
0: you want to save that video for future episodes? Oh, that's
1: a goodie. That's a goodie. Oh my God, that is. That's oh, sad man. and sick. That is so
0: sad. I'm a little concerned.
1: I'm sad for, I'm, I'm sad
0: for him. I'm a little concerned that you like that one so much. Now I got some questions. I'm sad for, for Tom.
1: I'm sad that that came out of his mouth. Yeah. Uh. I thought I was bad when I said threesome. Instead of triangle of love, I said threesome. That yeah, you, were, you weren't the only person who did, right? You were in cahoots with uh with Kara on that Yeah. Answer. I mean, yeah. we were thinking funny. like, Yeah,
0: that's cool. That's like a good sexual joke. But uh, ain't nothing funny about that. 12-year-olds. No, no, I'm sorry,
1: Tom. That's not going to make it. Yeah, we can't accept that there.
0: Uh, Tommy, all right, TBT for you today. We'll get back into the sports momentarily. I also have another video I got to show you. I'm curious if you think you could do this with pressure on. But before that, Buck. Yeah, man. Shout out to another one of our phenomenal sponsors.
1: Dr. Greg Eckert. And folks, if you're having problems with your teeth or with your gums and you've got pain, you need to call the good doctor and his unbelievable group to fix it. He does general dentistry, advanced work, the whole works, uh, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, tooth loss solution, dental implants. The good doctor is doing, and he's doing lots of them. Find out if you're a candidate today by calling him at 512-345-3166. They're trying to figure out, am I going to keep the same dentist I've had for all these years, or do I need a new dentist because I want a new look? Then Dr. Greg Eckert is that guy over 28 years, service in central texas 1400 cases of restoring teeth and i got mine done in just two visits and folks if you've got a problem with one tooth or you've got to go in there and really get your teeth fixed up iv sedation will be the way to go if that's what if that's what has to be done in order for you to get your teeth cleaned or your teeth fixed please talk to dr greg eckert about doing that his telephone number once again is 512-345-3166 1,400 cases of restoring teeth, 28 years of service. He's our dentist, should be your dentist also.
0: Yes, indeed, shout out to Doc U, and also shout out to our great friends out at Covert BK. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife Hayden. Welcome
1: to Covert BK.
2: Our newest location in the gorgeous Hill Country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about.
1: Cobalt, born and raised in Austin. Big surprise from the Covert family for us for the Mullet Open. 23rd annual mullet open. They're doing doing a little special deal for us which we're excited about. Okay? Can't wait. Can't wait for that. No, oh. I can't wait till May. I got a lot of things to do before May. Yeah. I, yeah. You, know,
0: you don't want this thing this weekend. No, I don't to- want
1: this thing upon me that quick, but it is sold out and ready to crank.
0: I oh, did not mean to click that, but here's your Oh list. yeah,
1: she's she's a super fan.
0: Yeah, sure she is. She's a super plant is what she is.
1: <laughs> That's a it. Fan, man. She's into it. Okay, whatever you say. We got to get her to the mullet open. No. No. The send off, the send off lady. Yeah. Or just have her drive around in carts. Either way. Every box.
0: Yeah, just cheering for everybody as they. Super fan. Love it. As they go through right there. Shout out to covert B-Cave. Love our great partnership with them. Fantastic folks out there who will uh, take care of you if you're ever looking for a newer pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Also, shout out to Altstadt Beer, the best beer that you could find in the history of the known universe. Seriously, I've been drinking Altstadt for years now. Altstadt's been with me since I started my radio That's career, nice. and I'm not going anywhere else because I love the product. Seriously, it's the only beer that I drink when I'm at home, when I'm at the bars. Hell, I went out with a couple of buddies here in Houston last night have me some alt beer. They've got it down here. They've got it in the Metroplex. They've got it all over Central Texas as well. Uh, The best beer that you can find is right around the corner at HEB. Specs, Total Wine, Twin Liquors. Wherever you go to buy your beer, you can find six packs of all of the great alt brews. They're all brewed with just four simple ingredients. No additives, no preservatives, none of that filler garbage that you see in some other beer brands. This stuff is a clean beer. Most importantly, it tastes great. One sip. And you'll be like me. You won't go back to the other beers that you've been drinking in the past. It is Altstadt beer. No impurities. No regrets.
1: I had a big hat mocktail yesterday. There we go. Yeah, I'm loving those, man. Those are really tasty. Uh, With the ginger in it, the orange, the lemon, the lime all all together. Non-alcoholic drink for the buck who needs it for you. Non-alcoholic drinkers out there. Don't mess around with the near beer. Just get yourself a mocktail. From big hat, it is absolutely delicious. It's got the ginger that you want, good for gut health, of course. And nobody needs better gut health than me, that's for sure. Since I'm jamming all kinds of ice cream back in there, so I'm trying to be the big man, you know. No, 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 going for the big man, going from medium, She's got age, large. I'm going large, I'll be large by, by mullet open. Buck will be wearing you can come up behind me, look on the collar, it says large. That's youth, right.
0: youth large, maybe <laughs>
1: youth large. But that mocktail is delicious, BK. It really is. Now, I've added a little water with it so I can drink it after a round of golf, so I can guzzle it down like I do water. If I put it over ice, it is special. It really, really is. Delicious taste. Loving it. And yes. you get that at HEB, too, as a matter of fact. H E on the move now. They carry a little bit of everything at HEB. Yeah. Love them HEB, you know? This is ginormous, dude. Yes. I still have not been to the new HEB there off of 290 between Dripping Springs and Austin. I haven't been to that. The monster in there at Nutty Brown have not gone into that one. Mm. I think because when I go, you know, I have to find all the different sections, what to do, how to, how to get through, how to maneuver through an HEB. And uh, most of the time I'm at the B Cave store, of course, because that's where I met my first bagger. Oh, I bagged my first bagger. No, that's where I met my first bagger. Oh, you didn't bag
0: the bagger there. You just met
1: the bagger. No, she, helped, she wanted to know if I needed some help to take the groceries into the trunk. And so I you said, did. you get in first. You get in first. I'll hand you the bag. So you did bag her. This is <laughs> the one you did bag. No, 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 God, no. I can't believe it, man. She had a cool tattoo on. I remember that. I was not married. I was in the dating mood. She had this cool tattoo on her hand.
0: On her hand? Like back of the hand or palm of the Like hand of the hand.
1: Like on her wrist. More on her wrist area right here.
0: Okay. Lower hand. Yes. You don't see too many hand tattoos. You see plenty on the wrist, but
1: it was cool. It was cool.
0: Wow. So in the car in the HEB parking lot, huh?
1: No, dude. I, I. She did. She asked if she could take my stuff out. I said, Yeah, why not? And then you took her out. No, 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 no. No. That, that's, no it just that's how the story one. goes. No, the story didn't go very far. Uh. It didn't happen. I was very attracted to a bagger. So, anything wrong with that? No.
0: No. There's somebody
1: for everybody.
0: There is something wrong with you uh putting her in your trunk, closing the trunk <laughs> behind her, and then driving away. <laughs> and a bunch of Clorox and <laughs> <laughs> cleaners with her. There's yeah. something wrong with that part. Yeah, there's a, a few things, more than a few yeah. things, I think, wrong with the, those details. Almost story. as bad as Tom there. God bless it. All right, so I'm going to give you the option for our last sports story this morning. Do you want to go Texas football? Mock draft, or do you want to go Texas basketball with uh, Bracketology? Let's go mock draft. All right. So I found a uh, seven-round mock draft. I've been teasing this all week, and we haven't gotten to it. That's my fault. Uh, But a recent seven-round mock draft from Pro Football Network, and I've got uh, a list of where they have seven Longhorns projected to go. We're going to play a little over-under game here. Right. Okay. So I'm going to make sure I, I word this right. Over means you expect them to be drafted earlier. Under means you expected to, them to be drafted later. Okay. okay. It's confusing because the higher number means later. But no, over in this instance will be you think they'll be drafted before they're projected to go by Pro Football Network and under means you think they'll be drafted after where they'll be uh, where they're being projected to be selected by Pro Football Network. So we'll start with this one. Iron Murphy. 12th overall, over, under. Under. Think he goes later in the first round? Yes. Yeah. I've seen him as high as 11 to your Minnesota Vikings. That's high. That does feel high, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I I see him as a mid-round firster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 11 or 12 would be incredible. but I see him age. in the 20s somewhere. Okay, yeah, man, It's the, the more and more mocks I look at, the higher and higher he's projected to go. So wow. uh, teams are falling in love with him. Obviously, he hadn't played a game in a month. None of these guys have played a game in a month or longer. But uh, Byron Murphy is seemingly skyrocketing up draft boards right now. Wow. All right, what about uh, Tavondre Sweat, the other interior? Texas D lineman going pro. Projected to go 41st overall. So round two, pick number 41 over or under? over okay you think he creeps into the first round or just earlier in round two uh, early in round two okay that's uh pretty uh, round early two, round two starts at 33 so you've got him closer pretty to 30, early, yeah. 40 instead of 41 yeah okay they've got him slated to go to the green bay fudge packers
1: wow that's not a bad spot for him
0: no no you know the packers Coming off a very good year. Won a playoff game, sadly. Played some,
1: pretty good, played some pretty good defense. Could still use another big thumper in the middle, yes. They've got your boy Jeff Halfley, former Boston
0: College. Player, as the defensive coordinator now. Wow. You
1: guys leaving major college football as the head coach. Go coach and be a D coordinator. Yeah. Money, money must be good in Green Bay. I guess the money's better and. Hey, not good. So you're, you're going to get all the colds you want, that's for sure, like
0: Boston. God, you leave Boston. Like, I, I get it if you're leaving Boston in that cold for, like, Miami. Oh, for the yeah,
1: dolphins, yeah. Yeah, really. but you're going to Green Bay, dude. Yeah. You're going to have to change your clothes, that's for sure. You're going to have all the gear. Yeah, that's
0: true. Uh, next Longhorn, A.D. Mitchell projected to go 43rd overall to the Atlanta Falcons. You going over, you going under for Adonai.
1: Uh...
0: over okay round one yes first round pick for adi mitchell yes some mock drafts have him going this is uh this is pretty low this is lower than most of the mocks i've looked at for I mitchell so i tend to agree with you on this one yeah atlanta god i uh, i know he's a georgia guy or well at least he played some of his college football at uga right up the road from atlanta but uh no quarterback there they just hired a defensive head coach prefer him to end up somewhere else for his own (laughs) i would too yeah i tend to agree all right next one jt sanders 49th overall we will give you the team in a minute but jt sanders round two pick number 49 you going over you going under under okay your hatred of jatavion sanders continues what you hate him. That's what our listeners think. Everyone says no, you no, Sanders. no. So you think he's outside of the top fifty? Yeah, I do. Okay, think he goes in round two. Think he creeps I, all I, the I way around. Yeah, I way think three. he's
1: going in round two. Okay,
0: so somewhere in the fifty to sixty-four range. Yeah. All right. I think he's higher than forty-nine,
1: just because. Do? Of, yes.
0: Yeah, he's the second best tight end in this class. Like. And Brock Bowers. Is everybody go, knows
1: that too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bowers is going to go maybe in the top ten. Uh I, I can't imagine we go like forty to fifty picks in the draft. There'll be
1: some guy from Nevada or Utah or something like that that will come in the second. You know, like these guys get these, like the, like the tight end from uh Detroit. They'll somebody will find one. Yeah. Some Air Force will have a better tight end. They'll figure they'll take them instead. Then J T. Sanders. <laughs> yeah, they'll find. You watch somebody yeah. from. From one of those schools out in California will come in there and be the yeah. tight end.
0: Yeah. I uh, ha- haven't seen like last year's tight end class was significantly better than yes. this. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think who else is even close to JT Sanders. Maybe that kid out of Ohio state, Kate Stover. Maybe he's a guy who could be there, but man, it just, it feels like I'm Nothing at that, Michigan, no
1: tight end at Michigan this year
0: see anybody well if there was the cowboys would take them cowboys would waste another pick on another jabroni from michigan (laughs) yes be a disaster yeah i don't know it, it feels like jt sanders is a pretty consensus number two tight end obviously you still have a few months before the draft gets here so a chance for someone to rise up in that time
1: but yeah he'll he'll move up more than he'll move down i believe yeah, I just
0: I think with uh how good rookie tight ends were this past yes. season and how important tight ends are nowadays in the NFL, I think Sanders is going to go a little bit higher than uh than he's projected by PFN. This one is interesting. I, I I'd be shocked if this actually happens, but Xavier Worthy, third round, 65th overall. Higher or lower? Higher. Yeah, there's no way he falls to the third,
1: right? No. He's more likely to be a first than a third. I mean, I would think he would be a second on just punt return abilities, kickoff and punt return abilities. Forget what he does at wide receiver. Just as a special teams guy, I would take. I would take a chance on that in the third. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna do well at the
0: combine because he's fast as hell. Like he's gonna run a great forty time, and that's not. Gonna, it's not like
1: he's gonna take two twenty five and bang it up there fifty times.
0: No, no, but he's, and do you care? Now, he's got that, like, Devontae Smith type of build. Now, Devontae Smith won the Heisman in college. I'm not saying he's him, but, like, he's got that type of build. You've seen receivers at that size have plenty of success in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and plus I've seen him after a year of, did he really have a broken hand? Was that just a bunch of crap? Did he have an inconsistent year because of the broken hand the year before? I'm, st- I'm starting to lean more towards he didn't catch the ball well. He got some really good coaching from a really good, you know, wide receiver coach. It's taught him an awful lot. I think that somebody's going to miss out by drafting him late, later than earlier.
0: He'd be a steal. I mean, if he falls yes. to the third round like that, mm-hmm. you're talking about right after draft weekend, people saying that that's maybe the steal of the draft.
1: Could be. You're right.
0: If you're able to get X in round three, they've got him going to Carolina, which uh, uh, not ideal there. He'd rather be a back end of the second round pick to get drafted by a good team than be a top end of the third round. then you're stuck with one of the worst teams. And, Yeah, Carolina's a mess right now. By the way, J.T. Sanders slated to go to Cincinnati in this mock. I don't know if I mentioned that. That'd be fun.
1: But, yeah, they've got a number of receivers here.
0: they got a quarterback. they got a quarterback there, too. Yes, they do.
1: Two more Longhorns to get to. I can't can't even imagine if if Houston had a pick that was in the second round and Xavier Worthy was still around, there is no chance they'd let that go by. With their young quarterback and the speed, more speed that they can use, are you kidding me? A third yeah. round, a, a, a late second pick, and Xavier Worthy's still there, and the Houston Texans are on the board. Sure. You're looking at their quarterback situation. I wouldn't they're hate looking that at a guy, looking about a guy coming off a broken leg, too. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't hate that fit at all right there. It'd be yeah. uh, a lot of fun to get to watch X stay in the state of Texas and catch balls from CJ Stroud. That would be, uh, I think, a great fit. I think CJ Stroud would be a fan there, too. Absolutely. Uh, Texans have 59th pick in round 2. I don't think Worthy makes it that far. If he is there, either. yeah. Yeah. I I would bet they uh they take him there, but um we'll see. 65. That's that's disrespectful to X. Come on, man. Uh Jaylen Ford, round 3, pick 79 to the Atlanta Falcons. Over or under for the linebacker.
1: No, it's almost like it's just about right in the third third round for him, you know. Yeah, it's kind of mid third. Yeah, I, I just I don't see him I don't see him being a second round pick. I mean, I, I th- if he would have gone last year, he may have been. Hmm. I thought he had a chance. I mean, with the numbers that he had last year with the interceptions and everything. Yeah. I think he would have been a higher draft pick than he was going to is going to be this year. I don't think he all they just got was more film of him right now. They got to make they they've got to make more judgments about him. Last year, the guy just was around the ball. He just made plays everywhere. This year a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, the defensive line was a little bit better. He didn't have to make as many tackles as he did. He didn't have as many interceptions. He wasn't as sudden as he was the year before. So that's about right, I I, I would think. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I don't
1: want to be. I don't think made. any higher or lower. I think that's just about it. You think he goes 79th overall?
0: You're putting yeah. in the call. All right, you can get some good money on that if you have the exact position of where a guy gets drafted that low in the draft. That'd be incredible by you. I, I think he I think he goes maybe a few picks after that, but mid mid to late third round feels right for Jalen Ford. Hate that he's not able to participate in the Senior Bowl practices this yeah, week. Yeah, that stinks. Which I assume means he won't be able to play in the game this weekend because uh, that's a guy who you know could use those reps and could use that opportunity to impress some NFL folk, but uh, he won't get the chance to do so. And another guy that won't get the chance to do so not only this week but during the entirety of the pre-draft process is jonathan brooks projected to go in the third round pick number 89 overall higher or lower
1: higher okay i'll take a shot at that i'd take a shot at that dude
0: i would too now i do like the projection of the team they have him going to because the Dallas Cowboys own pick number 89 in the draft. I wouldn't hate that right there. I don't know, like, I don't know if the Cowboys will do it and I'm a little hesitant too. like, obviously being a Longhorn fan, being a Cowboys fan, it'd be cool, but because Jonathan Brooks is coming off that injury and the Cowboys are such a win now
1: type of team. And they need a running back.
0: Coach on the hot seat and a quarterback on the hot seat. Like, they definitely need a running back. I want the Cowboys to draft a running back, but does it make sense for them to take a
1: guy coming off
0: of a serious
1: knee injury. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so
0: that's like it'd be awesome. Uh, dude,
1: if dude, if you're around and you you got a if you got a fourth round pick and that dude's still hanging around because people are, are questioning if he can do it, then you grab him. If you're the Cowboys, yeah. you go nuts and take him as quick as you can.
0: It's a low. It's it's a pretty weak um, running back draft class this year. If we're being perfectly honest with you. Like, you're not going to see a running back going round one. We saw two no. last year with Bijan and Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I don't know if you'll see a running back going round two, honestly. I do Not either. I don't, I don't
1: think so. I think they're all third and fourth round picks.
0: Yeah, Kuyper still has Brooks, I think, is his number one tailback. You've got uh, Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. You've got your guy, Bucky Irving from Oregon. Um, those are kind of the top guys. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I'm missing right now.
1: Is Davis from think...
0: Kentucky in there? Trey Benson from Florida State is in there. Blake Corum. Sure. I don't think Davis is going. You like that guy more than more than most. Uh, I don't know if he's even in the draft this year. If he's coming back for another season. Mm. So yeah, it's maybe third round. Maybe Jonathan Brooks is the first running back off the board in round three. I think he goes a little bit higher than eighty nine.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, think he's going to be the first off the board. Not because because just because of the knee.
0: Yeah, yeah. Other guys will just have a chance at combines and pro days sure. to, to uh you know rise up the draft boards while well, jonathan brooks unfortunately is just going to be sitting down Rehab. he's going to crush the interviews like he's a great guy and he's going to answer the questions the right way but uh obviously the the combine matters and call it the underwear olympics it, it matters to a lot of teams out there
1: and, parts matter he won't still be able to do anything back at home base either no pro day just yeah. all interviews with him
0: yeah sucks 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 so Uh, I'm going higher, though, as well. I don't think Brooks makes it to 89 in the draft. I'll be optimistic with him. There you go. There's a little over-under with uh, Pro Football Network's seven-round mock draft. They've got, uh, what did we mention, seven Longhorns going in the top three rounds? Yeah, seven. Seven Longhorns going in the top three rounds. When you had the kind
1: of year they had, that's what you're supposed to have. Absolutely. you have six or seven guys like that.
0: And should be that way every single year at a place Absolutely. like the in Texas. Absolutely. And sadly, I agree. there have been years in the recent past where they have had zero guys Man. selected in the top three rounds or in the top seven rounds. Yikes. Okay. Before we uh, wrap up with a little bit of fun here on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on Bucky and BK, and look, we still have a full day worth of programming for you Chaos Theory with WAGs and Double R coming up from 10 to 11. Uh, some more shout outs to some sponsors. I think you might be good here, Buck. So I'll go. I'll give some love to Jack Allen's Kitchen. Yeah, baby. If you're looking for a great meal in the Austin area. Going Saturday, taking my wife here, buddy. There you go. Lunch, dinner, both. a little dinner. A little dinner on Saturday night. If you're looking for a great dinner tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday night, go to Jack Allen's Kitchen. If you're looking for lunch, they got the Wi-Fi in there. You could take a long lunch break, get a little work done, send some emails, drink an Altstadt beer, and have a great burger. Great enchiladas, the chicken fried steak, the meatloaf—they've got so much to choose from. Everything on their menu is fantastic. The full bar, happy hour five days a week, a great service too. That's that's one thing that Jack Allen's Kitchen gets right every single time. I mean, they get everything right every single time, but the service is top notch. You get that uh, house-made pimento cheese brought yes. to your table right away. And they are there for you all the time. The dining experience is second to none. The food, the drinks, the atmosphere. They've got TVs there so you can watch some games. Uh, Love the great people over at Jack Allen's Kitchen. Go out and see them sometime soon. It's a meal that you will not regret. Uh, Olipop. Buck, you're a big Olipop guy now. I am. The big
1: grape.
0: You're a big grape? You're calling yourself a
1: big grape? I'm the big grape, yes. I'm Mm -hmm. the big Big grape fan of Olipops. There you go.
0: Yeah, that stuff's good. I saw Chip was drinking the uh, watermelon lime Actually, I've never tried that flavor. That's one so, of the ones, huh? There's like two or three that I haven't tried, and that's one that I haven't gone with, but Chip was raving about it yesterday. Uh, grapes, one of my favorites. The cream soda, I think, is my favorite favorite. They've got cherry cola. They've got regular cola. They've got lemon lime. I mean, it's, it's great tasting soda that's actually good for you. It's amazing what the folks at Pop have done. Uh, Usually when you think of healthy food or healthy drink, you think this is going to taste awful. I do not want this. It's not worth the health benefits that I'm getting. Well, that's not the case with Olipop. You're going to enjoy every single sip of Olipop, but you're also going to enjoy what you're putting into your system because this stuff is going to help your digestive health. It will help your system every single time you drink it. Nine grams of fiber, very little calories, very little sugar, and it tastes great.
1: Get yeah, I'm gonna to have to have some of that today because I'm going to Taco Bell for lunch. Is that right? Give me six crispies. You're, <laughs> you're getting six crispy tacos from the oh, bell yeah. for lunch. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Wow.
0: Why you wait until I'm, I'm out of town? I'll meet you
1: there. I'm just I've I've been eating way too good. I've been eating way too good. And you're, you're
0: about to be not, eating even better at T Bell.
1: Really? Do I have to think of it that way? I should think of it that way. Fine dining right there. Five either started, that or really? going to Karen's and having having myself some lunch, you know?
0: No, from yesterday, your girl uh, at Karen's oh. Diner giving you the Tom Hey, don't Irmans. you
1: dare drop my shit down like that. What's wrong with you?
0: Look at that. <laughs> Grab well, the onion ring.
1: Hey. you dipping your finger. Get your fingers off my onion rings. What would you say if she did that?
0: Excuse me, bitch.
1: <laughs> really? I don't, care if you're, I, I don't even want the act. I don't care. It, don't, don't do the act. Just... Give me my stuff, okay. Mm. What if the food is any good there? Mm, look like a good burger, like a good look. It's onion good. rings look decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've They've never.
1: Really I've, I'm telling you, I've never ordered, I've never ordered onion onion rings more than once in my life. I'm really? not an onion ring eater. No, I don't. Ah. I have not. I have not partaken in a lot of onion rings in my life. I just I like onions, but I don't. I don't like all the the batter on my stuff. Mm. Like my chicken fried steak. I either want my steak the way it's supposed to be, or I want fried chicken. I don't want chicken fried anything.
0: You don't like fried food that much.
1: I don't. I don't eat a lot of fried food. I just don't eat it. Yeah. Like that is bizarre. That's the best I've worked. I, I eat either fish or Italian food most of the time. I don't I don't you know, I'm not a burger guy. I don't eat a lot of burgers. God. Because I because I like ice cream. I like I like stuff like that, you know. You can like both i like
0: burgers and fried chicken and ice cream that's that's acceptable
1: No, i don't need my body changing at 68 i don't need to be the old guy with a little pouchy belly little poofy poo poo mm. don't want that poofy poo poo i'm like a washboard i'm like that's what oh, I you're about
0: be. to be the big man What well, you're talking about, I'm about to be, i can be hey
1: what are you talking about i can be large and still have all these things straight down i don't need i don't need to be large Come on, man.
0: Who are you gonna put on. on weight if you don't put on weight?
1: I to put on muscle. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm talking about <clears throat> you
0: got a lot of protein in a burger. That red meat in you, dude.
1: That'll help. Italian food, brother. Italian food. Oh, without without, without you, the that, breads. That will make without you the make breads. Okay. Without the breads. Pasta? Love pasta.
0: That'll
1: make you, I'll give you a little poofy poo poo, whatever the hell you say. It makes great lasagna. There you go. That's her best dish, lasagna. Okay.
0: Wow, well, that's good. The cookies are pretty good. Your wife's cookies are awesome. Yeah,
1: she gets after it. She's like the sugar queen when it yeah. comes to that. I mean, you can get sugared out. Butter, too. Sugar and Sorry, sugar and butter. She, she doesn't leave any of that left behind for sure. Oh,
0: man. All right. Shout out to all of our great sponsors. Uh, thank you all for your support. Y'all continue to support our sponsors as well. That's uh, going to keep Texas Sports Unfiltered rolling. You guys keep tuning in every day, but also y'all show the great people who uh, allow us to do this some love as well. Thank
1: you well. for sure. So, nothing. So the, So, the commanders will get a coach today probably sometime.
0: I don't know what their deal is, dude. Dan Quinn's like... just
1: waiting for the Cowboys to call him up halfway during the season next year. That's what he's waiting to do. No, if, if,
0: Dan, not... if Dan Quinn gets offered the gig, he's taking it. If he, if he got offered the Seattle job, he would have taken it. If he gets offered the Washington job, he's going to take it. Like he he wants to be a head coach again. So it, this is not like a Bobby Slowick or Ben Johnson situation where uh, he's turning down gigs. This
1: is he just. Why would the great, Why would LeFleur take a guy from Boston College instead of Dan Quinn? I mean, that doesn't, that's no, just,
0: no. Dan Quinn's not leaving Dallas as a DC to be a DC somewhere else. He's only going to be a head coach. He's going to stay in Dallas. Oh yeah, that's
1: right. The Boston Cows guy's leaving his part time head coaching job at BC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Different situation. That's a
1: part time job.
0: Yeah. Quinn's not taking a lateral move because there's still talent on the Cowboys defense. Didn't look like it against the Packers, but he's not, he's not leaving that gig for. for
1: oh, he minute. wouldn't join the Packers anyway after that ass whooping. Let me show you this.
0: This is from a Louisville basketball game about a week or so ago. There's a little TV timeout contest that they did during a commercial break where they had a fan on the floor, and he's got a putt from one end, one baseline underneath one basket, all the way to the other end of the baseline and sink it. I'll show you the video while it's happening. Pretty good form there. 94 feet the length of the court. Nice roll. Nice speed, too. And he's got to make it into that pretty small hole right there. He What's loses. he getting for that, booze? He loses his mind. Yeah, literally all of that. <laughs> you watch this celebration, this reaction, you would think this guy won like a $100,000 or a car or something. Did he something. get a case of liquor or something? I think he got one bottle of liquor. What? Yeah, all, all of that, like a 94-foot putt, center cup for a bottle of liquor. Of liquor. Now you obviously don't care for that prize, but you think you could make this 94 feet just like that.
1: You know, I got a nice putting stroke.
0: Okay, you're deep in the jungle hanging with a friendly jaguar. Or
2: how about in outer space playing the bass? Let your imagination run wild with the new generative AI tools in Adobe Photoshop. Create anything you can dream up just by typing a text prompt. Treehouse in your jungle unicorn in your spaceship just type it this changes everything hit the banner or go to photoshop.com and try it for free
1: this
0: and you're just like how many 94 foot putts are you making on the course you're not making one out of every 20 of those no chance
1: well, I'm making little, that putt right there
0: on a not even on a green on a on a f- hardwood court
1: yeah I'd, I'd be able to keep the ball the undul- no undulations on that so I'll be I'll be good at that Straight
0: putt, I guess. If you can putt straight, you've got a shot.
1: Come on, guy. You didn't win. You got a bottle. We got a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, yeah, not even Kentucky that's Bourbon. That's what you got. People are throwing stuff on the court. there it is. Oh my god. Right there.
0: Oh, there he goes. Oh no, it's closed. Come on, mister. I mean, he's gotta get a better prize than that. They
1: must do this every week. That's that's impressive, though. That's man. a and bad bid by Louisville. That's what their players play like. They've been drinking that stuff.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I I will still claim that Texas basketball's worst result of the season was their win against Louisville. The fact that they needed a game winner in the last second by Max Aismiss to beat that dog shit team, that is worse than the loss to UCF. That's worse, worse than the loss to West Virginia.
1: What's worse, their basketball or football team? Louisville? Yeah.
0: Uh, basketball right now. I mean, as much as we dunked on their football because of their performance against Florida State, like, you know, they, they won 10 games this year in football. Yeah. They, they have the worst power five coach, power six coach in college basketball with Kenny Payne. He's horrible. He's he's in his second year. He shouldn't have gotten a year two. It's gotten a little better for them, but they're still awful. So Man. Uh, Chris Beard, I think, could be a name to watch for that Louisville job if it opens up this offseason. One and done in Mississippi? Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't get fired. Like, Ole Miss is, is playing pretty good. I think they've only lost three or four games right now. Um
1: but he jumped to that. It's Louisville, yeah. Of course, he jumped for that. That's semi basketball royalty at Louisville, right?